Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brood Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Craft Root Sports is also brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. Or just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. 
To get that free trial started today, just go to GameFlyOffer.com slash CraftBrewedSports. That's GameFlyOffer.com slash CraftBrewedSports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the GameFly link in the menu bar. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brood Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is my main man, Scott. This is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg of sports knowledge? The last one's over. <laughs> Yep. How tough How tough was it doing the show last week with no booze? Not as tough as I thought, but it was boring. <laughs> like, it just, I mean, I had fun, but it's like, you keep reaching for that, and it's just like, yeah. oh, let me get this sip of water. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, man. Like, I've, even on shows where we run out of beer early, I'm like, this is weird. Well, yeah, no, we mentioned that last week. Like, when we run out of beer, I'm kind of, like, lost yeah. during the show. It's just that action of, you know, drink, my, cup to mouth, cup to mouth, like throughout the show, and then you just like, oh, water. <laughs> that, that, that's a water. Yeah, totally. Uh, I totally know what you what you mean. Joe? Uh, Joe's in the, the studio. Joe, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Hi, Good, Joe! Man. Great fucking start to the show, man. You killed it. Hey, thanks. Joe, Joe fucking, for the first time in show history, Joe got us off on time. Um he got. He always gets us off, but this time it was on time. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> on time. What happened? Got all the reads played. Joe did all of the reads. Uh, that was kind of crazy. Um, is there is one of ours playing sound? Yeah, you know that's my ass always. Always forgetting to turn on the iPad like a chump. Good. Uh, make sure Fucking you guys uh, share the episode. Uh, hit that share button. Send it out to your your Facebook friends. Uh, if we hit fifteen shares. I'm going to do a shot of Fireball because I'm the only one that can do a shot this week since Scott is uh, Sober Scott once again, mm. and Joe has to drive. So I'll be the one that just takes the hit. You know what? I'll do But I'll next do week, you want to make sure you're there the moment we go live, the moment that intro stops because I'll be on one knee chugging a Smirnoff. And like I'll be bitch. chugging a Guinness. Because Ooh, yeah, that's, that's the right. the punishment from Tank butt next week. Guinness, no, no butt chugs. Oh, oh that's right. You got to eat that potato. I got to eat a potato. <laughs> I have to chug a Guinness, a eat a potato, no condiments, and then end the show with a double shot of Jameson. <laughs> God. <It's, laughs> the Irish breakfast, courtesy of Tank. That's going to be next week. That's one you don't want to miss. Stick around for this episode because uh, later on. I have to battle rap uh, for for a punishment. I lost to JB, so God damn it, JB called uh, called his punishment in for this week, and I got to battle rap Lou the dog. So that's going to be horribly embarrassing, and uh, the only people who lose in that is everybody who listens to it. Uh, but be sure to stick around, right? That's a good way to sell that. <laughs> <laughs> we're also going to be it. talking. We're going to be talking tournament action, uh, March Madness, as we're getting uh, into the Elite Eight here. Uh, we're going to talk about the AA. What what Thing? is the A A F L A A L? What is their the awful <laughs> the Alliance Alliance for of American, American Football? football. They actually league? don't they don't have league on there network whatever yeah, they're just <laughs> Alliance of American so football they're A A F something like that. So we're gonna talk sure. A A F later on uh, and what a middle finger that is to Vince McMahon. Uh, we've got some good upper deck stories. So make sure you guys uh, stick around, share the show. Um, 
before we get into all that, let's do uh, kick you off with Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, you got two options, as always. This week, your first option for Motherfucker of the Week is none other than one of my favorite golfers ever, Rory McIlroy. Uh, Rory came out this week after winning the Arnold Palmer Invitational last week and said that golf fans are getting too rowdy, and he would like to see tournaments stop uh, selling liquor and limit the uh, the beer that they sell. Hey to guys, patrons. can you keep it down? I'm trying to golf here. It is. I absolutely oh, hate that. Like oh. the sport that needs more people to support it to get. Like I mean, it's a popular sport, but they need uh, uh, more younger fans and more people tuning in. So they're going to try to alienate people like us and be like, "You can't drink." Yeah. Fuck you, man. Yeah. And why does why is golf like one of the only sports that you're not allowed to? yell at the player. You're not allowed to heckle. Well, and we talked about it before the show. I mentioned um, as far as doing uh, alcohol sales, I'm all for kicking out unruly people who can't control their alcohol. I mean, in in any setting, you should be, if you can't hold your liquor, then you gotta go. But I mean, just being able to drink at a sporting event, you know, and if he can't handle a little bit of a heckling in his backswing, like, come on, man, that's weak sauce. Yeah, that's the crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I mean, I understand you got to focus in golf and it takes a lot of concentration. It's not an easy sport to play. But you know what else isn't easy to do? Hitting a hundred mile an hour fastball. Yeah. You don't hear him being like, guys, quiet down. So there's somebody at the plate. Can we, can we please keep it down? Hitting a free throw when everybody's all in your grill. Yeah, can you imagine if they told like college kids they weren't allowed to bring those stupid big heads? In Arizona the State anymore? wouldn't know what to do. They've got that whole <laughs> big old setup there. Their elaborate, you know, thing. Re- yeah. Remember they revealed they Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. Yeah, yeah, they've done all those... sorts of crazy stuff. What are, what are they going to do? Just not go to the games? Yeah, yeah. You you got, you got to be quiet. Hey, you, shh, they're, they're, shh. Yeah, could you imagine the guy holding up a stick? <laughs> Everybody, quiet, 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 quiet. I got through. I got yelled at in an LPGA event one time. Uh, I didn't even say anything. We were marshalling uh, my school, part of our volunteer program. We had to marshal, so I got to be one of the guys that held up the stick. And ESPN was there, so I wanted to get on TV. And there was a lady in the fairway, and I stood a little bit out of the rough so that I could try to get in the TV shot. And her caddy turned around and was like, "Can you move, please?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 50 yards away from her, behind her. And they were like, move. What are you doing? That's distracting. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You mess up a lot of sporting events. I was really excited. That was my favorite sporting event. That might have been my favorite sporting event that I've ever gone to. Hmm. Not the one where the kid. Natalie Golbus said hi to me. That's why. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Not the one where the kid. Got you on the the stolen base on the. No, that was that was not one of my favorite sporting events. That was really brutal. That was one of my favorite sporting events. (sighs) Yeah. All right. Anyway, for your. It's an illegal move. I'm just throwing that out there. That move was made illegal. (laughs) After the year happened. after it happened oh, to me. It wasn't me. illegal. I, it was it's a cheating. It's a cheating move. It's not until the law says so. It's, it's, it's a pretty cheap move. <laughs> they were like this. If, you, if you're if you 10 years old and you can fake out a grown man with this move, it is it should be illegal. Unless that Put grown man books. is Mike Merlin. <laughs> then good for you. Keep it going. All right. But the uh, second nominee for Motherfucker of the Week is all of you losers who keep putting up billboards. Whether or not it's to keep LeBron, uh, keep, keep Coach Mac, yeah. uh, keep uh, to entice LeBron to come to your crappy city, Philadelphia, uh, L.A. I'm looking at you. Uh, yeah, quit with the billboards. The, the, you're not convincing anybody. The, if they see them, they're not thinking, "Oh, wow, you know, they really want me in Philly." I, I, I should go to Philly. You know, I didn't really think about it I until I saw it on a billboard, it. and then I'm like. 
Really? Chris Mack is driving okay. home. Oh, you know what? All those idiots who were tweeting at me all week, they didn't really <laughs> get to me. But you know what? That billboard... Uh, now I understand. Now you guys really want me to stay. You know, it says I was really, I was really leaning towards the extra couple of million dollars a year, but you guys sprung for a billboard. You ponied up that three hundred dollars, and now I'm. Is that all it costs to get a billboard? Three hundred dollars? I don't know. I don't know where I pulled that number. From. I don't know, but I hope that's all it is. Because if so, there's going to be a craft root sports billboard <laughs> in Cincinnati. I have a feeling it's not three hundred dollars. Let's find out. They don't want any old idiot to be able to afford it. Let's find out how much a billboard is. It can't be that expensive, right? I don't know. We're I don't know, though. If we We're going to find out. I want one of the old school billboards where somebody's, yeah, somebody's got to be out there <laughs> putting our shit up. I don't want one of these fancy digital ones that just gets rotated. Yeah, that's no, no fun. I want no. the guy out there putting our shit up. Like, yeah. I want to drive by like, oh, my God, look at the I want it to up. be like hanging partially. Like, yeah. it, it ripped a little bit in the corner. Yeah. yeah. After a week, it's kind of falling right. it's down. It's floppy. Yeah. yeah. The I've... floppy billboard. What the hell is that? Some half-ass podcast. It didn't even make it up there. Depending on where you live, a billboard can cost from either a thousand dollars. That was way mm, off. Up. Or <laughs> if you're in Boston, they can range from eleven to twenty-three thousand dollars. Twenty-three thousand dollars for a billboard for four weeks. I mean, you're getting a good, uh, you're getting a month but out again, of it. But still. only if it's one of those ones that's not getting rotated. They're rotating ones. I'd only pay a grand for that. Yeah, I mean, that's not even. Bare it doesn't metal. even take a lot. They just load up a graphic and like click. And, well, and it cycles through. So I mean, when people are driving by, yeah, they don't even necessarily they might not even see, see you. yours. So no. But anyway, yeah, you you idiots <laughs> with your putting up posters and billboards and stuff and thinking that it's gonna make any bit of difference. You're just pissing away money. <laughs> Clearly, like a thousand dollars, like that's crazy. Piss if it was three hundred dollars, I'd be like, "Oh, all right, yeah, that's kind of cool that you the, but you spent a thousand dollars to try to get bucks. LeBron to come to Philly." Nah, man, you gotta, Minimal. you gotta go. Well, I mean, he bought three billboards, so that's at least mm. three thousand dollars. Good going point, based on minimum. That's a good point, and that's the minimum. Like those, they don't could come in here with your the... math and facts, man. Making us look bad. <laughs> no, that's what he does. That's Bye. what Joe's here for. <laughs> Those are your options for Motherfucker of the Week. Rory McIlroy for being a little bitch uh, or bitch fans for putting up billboards. Uh, make sure you put your vote in uh, right on the Craft Root Sports Facebook page. Uh, get those votes in because we will reveal the uh, answer by the end of the night because Joe is on top of his shit. Uh, let's get into the beer that we're drinking today, that I'm drinking today. Uh, Joe has also poured one because it's an IPA, so he's willing to, uh, to venture into this one. This week, we are drinking 50 West's Coast to Coast IPA. You I'm, right drinking, there, I'm drinking Mike's Finest Refrigerated Water. <laughs> How is that water? It's pretty good, right? Solid. Nice and filtered. Goes down smooth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 50 West Coast to Coast IPA. Uh, this one is 6.8% ABV. Um, they advertise this one as having a floral uh, smell and a floral taste. They use five different hops. Hand me this hair and I just smell it. All right. You know you're not going to like the smell of that. It's an IPA. Yeah, but I sometimes like the smell of IPA. There's not much citrus smell to it. Like This is more of a straight-on IPA. It smells good, though. I, right. it oh, just, good. I mean, the smell doesn't bother me. It really, because a lot of them are floral, so they kind of smell, you know, like flowers a little bit. It's not like they, it's just that you get the taste where they taste like butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, what 50 West has done with this one, and 50 West is a, a brewery here in Cincinnati, and the reason why I picked this one up is because they just started canning their beers recently. Uh, it was the end of January that they started where distributing. Where had 50 West before? I don't know. Anywhere in Cincinnati? 
Yeah, but if you're saying they just started canning, it would have had to have been on tap somewhere. And I'm just trying to think yeah, of where I, I mean, was. They've, that... they've been to bars, like they've they've shipped cans to bars. They just haven't. Right. No, I mean, I know that I've had 50 West, and it was it was definitely on tap because the tan or the can, I you know the the design of it doesn't look familiar at all. But I can't for the life of me think of where I've actually had it. I, mm. I just know that I've had it on. Well, tap they're in the East Side, uh, Cincinnati. Brewery. East Side. Yeah. Okay, that Sorry. just happened. Uh, so <laughs> Sorry. But they're very underrated. Like Fifty West, what black people do, uh, <laughs> hip hop. Carry on. Fifty West is a, a super good brewery. I think they make some delicious stuff. Uh, Scott from uh, Blank Slate is now working for Fifty West. He's not brewing with them, but this is the brewery that he went to. He's after, collaborating with. Them. Yeah, after Blank Slate went down, he he jumped over there. So they get talented people there. Uh, they make good beers. This is like their flagship IPA. Uh, and one of the nice things about this one is they do put some malts in there to kind of counteract that hoppiness that you normally get in an IPA. Um, so, yeah, uh, Joe, what do you think? You've had this one before. You're a, you're yeah, an IPA guy. I am. I've had it before. I've had it at 50 West. Uh, I like it. It's nice and balanced. It doesn't hit too hard on the hops. It doesn't hit too light on, the, like, the flowery or citrusy stuff so it's nice even keeled so far let me ask you this since you had it on tap before i haven't this is my first time having this one in if i've had it it's been ages how does it compare out of the can as to straight from the tea i mean obviously anything straight out of the draft (laughs) usually is fresher and better but it's it's getting pretty close i mean they're doing a really good job containing their flavors when they put it in a can so it's pretty good so I, I would agree, man. It's uh, definitely initial tastes are pretty solid. It smells good. <laughs> you can take that can home with you, man. Oh, and, and cool. I'll get a party gift. Yeah, oh, you know, just like last week. I'll be like, I'll give you one. Goodie you bag. Can, you can have one. Wait, so tomorrow you can drink? <laughs> yeah, actually, I can. So breakfast beer. There you go. Wait, is it Should like, do you have to go to sleep or can it like, is it like a Cinderella type thing? Like, like, is like, a midnight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. I don't know when the last like, one's supposed to work. It's 12.01. Because, like, like, technically, if we're going we're off, off of, like, work schedule, like, it could have been done at 5 o'clock today. You could have yep. been drinking. That's yep. true. I, I don't know when it, like, if Vex wears So it's basically when the wife says I you're good? It yeah, it's whenever you're, yeah, yeah, it's whenever your wife says you're allowed to Look drink. Look, we're getting one more sleep, and I feel like I'm good to go. That's, that's how Tell I'm going to go. Tell me, 12.01. Go to sleep and set an alarm for, like, 3 a.m., <laughs> And wake up, have wake a up, and go back. To yeah, sleep. right back to sleep. Like, uh, it was, it was time. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Stone Cold, just smash it over and just go, let's go. <laughs> That'll go over well. The glass breaks. That's your alarm. Just Somebody give me a hell yeah. <laughs> what are you screaming for? Kids are screaming. You got to put your like knee braces on before you do that. <laughs> Jean shorts and knee braces, and oh. then just start fucking partying at 3 a.m. Not um, actually drinking the beer, just letting it spill. Yeah, you just got to pour it all over your face. That's the only way to do it. Uh, anyways, 50 West Coast to Coast IPA. If you've had it, uh, feel free to let us know what you guys think of this beer. Uh, so far, I'm, I'm a fan off the bat, but uh, as always, we'll see, we'll see how it holds up. up. <laughs> uh, let's get into Upper Deck. Good fucking work, Joe. Man, this dude Joe, is Joe be on it. killing it. He, he be on it all day. All right. <laughs> anyway, Upper Deck brought to you by Minuteman. Minuteman is a great sponsor for us, and uh, the talking points part that I almost read. <laughs> I started to read, and I was like, Minuteman, talk. Don't want to do that. 
So, Craft Fruit Sports and Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, locally owned in Columbus, Ohio, by Scott and Matt, a couple of guys who are sports fans just like you and me. <laughs> Minuteman does things the right way. No trying to order tickets from a robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them, you're going to talk to a real person and avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge, and Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call at 614-943-3000. That's 614-943-3000 for all of your sports, concerts, or theater ticketing needs. The other bad part is I would have read right out into it, so it would have been Minuteman talking points. Scott? Oh. I would have just read my own name. Oh, crap. That would have been amazing. All right. Well, uh, here's a new one for you. Uh, A few weeks ago, we brought a feel-good story to you about a marriage coming out of an Atlanta Hawks Tinder meetup night. Um, This is not that. It involves the Hawks, though, as they are being sued by a former employee for accusations of discrimination against white people. Well, I mean, y'all two are getting in on this, huh? Yeah, I've, I, yeah, filed you feel the class action? Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> uh, Margot Klein, a white woman, filed a. Her name's Margot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> white woman. Yeah, Duh. you don't have to clarify. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, don't need to do that one. <laughs> filed a suit against the basketball team um, recently, as well as an employee discrimination charge with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commissions. The former community development coordinator alleges that external. Uh, affairs director David Lee, who is black, promoted a culture of discrimination against white people, specifically white women. Klein says Lee often made jokes at the expense of white people and was dismissive of white employees. The Hawks say that they are aware of the allegations and take these matters seriously, but deny wrongdoing and plan to defend themselves. So. Why are they always keeping the white man down? I, I mean, I don't know. Is that, okay, let me ask you this. In this scenario. Blackie is always keeping us down. <laughs> in this scenario. Uh, current climate, would you rather be the Hawks with this lawsuit or the Mavericks and the lawsuit that they're dealing with? The Hawks. Yeah, I would take that. Racial discrimination. There's nothing sexual there? Okay, cool. You know know the Hawks were like, wait, we're being super white people? Did you see what the Mavericks did? What are they, what are they doing over there? <laughs> yeah. I, no, but, I mean, this is just interesting because you always – the first thing I thought about was she's also one – I guarantee you she's one of those people. Well, you know, it would be racist if we had a white <laughs> entertainment television <laughs> network. So, you know, I, I don't see color, but I really think that it's a problem <laughs> that there's a BET and we don't have wet. I'm just saying – so that was like immediately. I was like, "Her name's Margot, not Becky." Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but definitely thought, you know, uh, this it, this seems weird. And I'm not even saying that she's wrong. I mean, this it's, it's very possible. Based, I mean, you yeah, can, no, I, we have no idea. The, but, but I just find it funny that in this predominantly black sport, yeah, one of the very few, I'm sure, front offices that has black people in prominent positions is of course getting accused of being racially insensitive. I mean, it's the irony. It's got to be hard enough so she said white women specifically. It's got to be hard enough anyways to be a woman in professional athletics. Like, right. That's the beginning already, already You're already behind the eight ball, so I I mean, I get it from that standpoint, mm-hmm. but it, you know, are they really are they really yeah. Come on, Margo. Uh, yeah. How old is Margo? Do we know how old Margo is? I didn't see any ages. We don't want to promote ages in here, so. No, I know, but I, I feel gonna like. Judge based off I feel like the name Margo isn't necessarily like the young name. She's like, I was, 
I was trying to apply for the the social media coordinator, but uh, they didn't take me. It's like, yeah, Margo, because you you can't figure out how Facebook works. <laughs> you kept saying it was lit. We had to fire you. <laughs> You, it had to be let go. It had nothing to do with you being white or a woman. You kept using <laughs> ridiculous terms <laughs> in a professional what, setting. What <laughs> she just kept walking around the office going, hey, everybody, keeping it hundred. And then she'd walk away. They're like, God, we got to fucking get rid of Margo. <laughs> she says one more thing that I think might be a little racist or she's saying it because we're all black. She's gone. <laughs> White Howard went for 30 and 30 the other night. <laughs> I can't believe that Margot is like really pushing this narrative in this. I'm interested. This is one of those I, I'm cases. I'm damn that curious to see how I, this all unreal. Yeah, I really want to know. I have a feeling all... that this gets settled on a court. Like, I mean, the Hawks <laughs> oh, will just pay yeah. for it to just go away. There's, there's it's no not going to go all the way through. They're going to pay that and be like, uh, yeah, this lawsuit has been settled. Have you seen the Mavericks? Oh, man, harassing women over there with their sexual nature. Get them. <laughs> Get them, feds. <laughs> feds. We settle out of court. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, we'll see how that one holds up. <laughs> uh, we will. Moving on, if you guys have ever been on a plane lately, then you know that the Wi-Fi sucks absolute ass. Uh, it's one of the biggest scams out there where uh, they ask you to pay like $15 for access during your flight, and all you can do is barely check Twitter. And that's what happened this week when a Xavier fan hopped on a Southwest flight during the uh, Xavier round of 32 game that I don't really want to think about there. Get through the story. I'm gonna get through it. Uh, she signed up for the Wi-Fi and found out really quickly that she couldn't stream the game like she wanted to. She was pretty upset, and she did what all of us do. She took to Twitter and complained. Uh, tweeted at Southwest Air. Uh, the <laughs> Southwest Airlines Twitter account, a, a customer service rep tweeted back, explaining that the in-flight Wi-Fi isn't meant for streaming, saying, quote, sorry to disappoint, Renee. Please, Renee, no. hold on, back up. White or black? <laughs> white or black? As a white lady. Okay, yeah. yeah the, a, the one who's complaining on the flight about her Wi-Fi <laughs> yeah, connection. The Wi-Fi, yeah, yeah, no doubt. On Southwest. Yeah. On Southwest, too. Like, what, is there, there a black airline? What, what the hell is that supposed to be? No, I'm just Southwest. saying, like, you're, huh? Southwest is the discount airline, and you're going to complain about the Wi-Fi that you're getting. Oh, okay. You just waited okay. in line. They don't even give you seat assignments Good on save. Southwest. Sound like you were going like uh, yeah. black people don't fly on Southwest. I mean, it's on Southwest. Like, no, everybody flies Southwest because it's thirty two dollars to fly from here to Florida. <laughs> and she's like, "This fucking Wi Fi? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I paid thirty two dollars plus seventeen dollars for a carry on, and I can't even stream the goddamn game. I'm tweeting at Southwest. You got the biggest of first world problems when you're worried about <laughs> streaming at thirty thousand right. feet. Right. So, anyways, uh, Southwest responds back. Sorry to disappoint, Renee. Uh, please know we limit access to certain high bandwidth applications and websites. That said, you're up 3432 at the half. And then signed it, Mike. Uh, Renee tweeted back half jokingly, asking that Mike provide updates during the second half. And that's exactly what this dude did. It must have been a really slow day at work for this guy, because uh, he then tweeted 10 times during the second half to update Renee on the score of the Savior. Not many game. people <laughs> tweeting at Southwest. They like me. You should pay attention. <laughs> Uh, she got to feel the same pain that we all did. Uh, she just did her. She felt her pain 40,000 feet in the air. Uh, cool move by Southwest. I think that's pretty awesome for this dude to, to tweet back at her and give her updates. But do you think it got to like, it got to the point that as Florida state was coming back, she was like, Mike, stop fucking tweeting at me. I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. I would have been like, dude, that's enough. 
You're done, Soon bro. as Florida State started coming back, I'd be like, don't fucking tweet at me. It's just like when you have to get up and walk away from the TV. Like, I can't watch this anymore. That's I'd be like, don't, I don't want to hear any more updates. All right, that's enough about that for now. <laughs> All right, there's times when I have to sit back and realize that you might have a problem. Uh, this unknown gambler should probably do that. During the round of 32 matchup between UC and Nevada, while UC was up 22 to points, some better put down an alive game bet app that betting two dollars or two grand rather that the Bearcats would win it. Obviously, they didn't. We all know that by now. The guy lost his two thousand dollars. But the worst part is that even if UC had held on to win, the guy would have won a whopping twenty six dollars and sixty five cents. <laughs> That's right. Bet two thousand to win twenty six dollars <laughs> and twenty five cents. You've got to be. That is rough. I mean, I feel like, you know those billboards that I see where the guy's holding his head and says, gambling addiction, call this line? That guy needs to look at that billboard and dial it now. That's one billboard that they should take out for him. I almost feel like they should Just in that guy's yard, somebody should put that billboard up. I feel like a bet like that, like if you bet that and and they show you the payouts and they should just, you lose. Yeah, immediately. Two thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. You just pissed it away. I don't it's care like, if you win this bet. We're not giving you your money back. You're not getting the twenty six. <laughs> you lost because you were stupid enough to take that bet. <laughs> and the house always wins, man. What the fuck are you doing, dude? That's house so even. Rude. House would have won if you won twenty six bucks. Yeah, the house would have been laughing. Right, because they'd have been like, this bucks. idiot. Two thousand dollars. <laughs> like, I mean, that's. That's horrible, man. Like, seriously, that dude needs to look himself in the mirror. Just be like, what am I doing with my life? I just lost $2,000. Just gambled two, trying two to months get more to, to get bus fare. <laughs> best, out of the, best case scenario, I was going to get dinner at Olive Garden for this 2K bet. Without tip. <laughs> He's going to put down another $2,000 Hold on, I'll be right back. I got a bet real quick. Win this. You're getting big money. I'm doubling down on this one, baby. I just bet $2,000 for your tip. She's like, oh, shit. I won. Oh, I'm getting the greatest tip ever. 30 bucks. (laughs) What? You you cheap bastard. You only gave me 30 bucks? No, I'll give you 100% of the earnings. That that was it. I even came out of pocket for an extra $3.45. (laughs) You win tonight. This is your lucky night as a waitress. <laughs> and I'm out. So stupid. I mean, <sighs> what's the worst bet you've ever made? Have you ever made like a horrible bet? No, I am not a gambler. So, I mean, I've never bet more than like 20 bucks. Or, oh, or, you know, to bong a beer when the Warriors win like Joe's going <laughs> to have to do. <laughs> Other than that, I, I think kicking I- your ass up and down the court on bets. Welcome to the club. Everybody fucking beats me. I'm president um, of it, so. I, think I, I don't think I've ever made stupid bets. I always feel like I'm going to put something down. Like, every time I've been in Vegas, I'm like, oh, I'm betting. I, I feel good about this one. But then I chicken out and I don't bet it. And then some, then it works out how it should. Not that I'm I think like, about of course. it. The last, of course. Well, the only time I've been to Vegas, the last bet I made while I was in Vegas, I didn't make any sports bets the entire time I was there, except for the day we were leaving. And this is bef- just before the Warriors became the Warriors. So they weren't, you know, crazy. And, I, and that was just, and that was at the end of, but the Spurs were still the Spurs. And it was like game three of the mm. playoff game. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I've had a crappy trip. I'm down two hundred dollars for the entire trip. Not, not crazy. And I didn't, but I hadn't gambled that much, so down two hundred dollars was like a lot. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna put. That's day one. I had sixty dollars <laughs> worth of cash on me, and I'm like, 
going to put it on the Spurs. This is no brainer, no doubt. Spurs were up the entire game, lost by 14. I was like, fuck Vegas. I'm out. And it's like, the sure thing, this is why I don't gamble on sports. And this is why I don't gamble. What, what, what should have been a sure thing, just a $60 bet. And I'm like, last thing, hey, one more time, you're a loser before you leave here. Don't you forget. That's like when I Spurs to... won the series. That was the one game they lost. Oh, my God. What a kick to the dick that is. That's like I tried to teach my wife how to play uh, roulette. And I was like, just bet red or black. Like, that's the easy way to do it. It's right. simple. You get yeah. to just hang out and, you know, whatever. Yeah. You don't lose a lot. You don't You're win gambling. a lot. You're gambling. It's but just 50-50. Yeah. But... She was like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't feel comfortable. I was like, look, it's really easy. All you got to do, wait until one comes up a whole lot of times and then bet the other way. So we were walking through this casino and I saw a table where black had come up like six times in a row. And I was like, watch it. Watch it. Been this. there. Put down fifty dollars on red, and it came up black. And I was like, "Ooh, oh, okay. Let's uh, let's just keep walking." She goes, "Did you just lose fifty dollars?" I was like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Don't worry, I'm gonna get it back though because that it came up seven times. It's not gonna come up eight. So let's do another fifty on red, and we're gonna get right back to even. Lost again. I was like, "Let's just go drink somewhere." You want to go drink? Yeah. She was so pissed. That, man. She but was that, furious. But, but that's me. That's what I'm gambling. I'm, I did the same thing. I, I was sitting there watching the table, and it's like, "I'm in right now." Put down 50 bucks. Bam. Lost it. And I'm like, I literally just lost 50, bet, 50 bucks on a 50-50 proposition. And you know the worst I'm part I'm the worst gambler ever. ever. You sit there and you're like, I can't believe I just lost $50. And they're like, pussy, that was $50. What the f-? Like, that's nothing. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else around you is like, Pfft. I watched a dude put $100 on a single number in roulette. And I was like, that is ballsy. Yeah, didn't even phase him. He was just like, yep, that's that's my bet. $100 on this one. I'm like, okay, you're a, I'm, I'm going to also bet on this too because you have to in that case. We didn't win. Yeah. And the I, guy just went, yeah, I just, Vegas. Right. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Heading to the titty bar. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over crying in the corner. <laughs> so it's $100 in two minutes. I lost $25. <laughs> that's the most expensive Coors Light I've ever been given. <laughs> Yeah, Have you ever no. done that? Rattle? Yes, yes, I did that too. I did that too. I was like, I just spent $50 on this beer. I need two Shit. more rum and cokes. And they're not going to be here for two hours, but I cannot leave until I get those it's rum and the cokes. Because the, 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 then at least each one was 25 It's not so bad then. It's not so it's bad. It's when you sit down and you order the drink, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to play a little bit. And you, you just have to sit you there. You lose all that money before and you the, have to, the, the before drink shows back, up. And you have to pretend oh. like you're playing until she oh, gets back. Yes. Like, all right, thank you for this awful beer. I'll see you later. And then walk off. Yep. I did that so many times in Vegas. I'm like, this is why I'm not coming Good old back Vegas. to Vegas. Uh, Vegas is one of the prizes in the Minuteman Madness uh, tournament. <laughs> you get an all-expenses-paid trip to Vegas. Uh, so good just luck on that one, everybody. Just don't take us with you. <laughs> I can give you tips. I can give you tips. I got all the schemes. Uh, best bet, red 2K to win 26. That's the, that's the best bet you got. Uh, moving on here, we all remember when Kevin Hart was trying to get on stage at the Super Bowl and he got pushed back by a normal-sized human being uh, and then had his drunken video that we played as a drop on the show, which was amazing. Apparently, he wasn't the only one. 
Now, this is a story that just broke today. It's starting to make its rounds. So I know we've been scooped, but we had to talk about it. Michael Bennett, formerly of the Seahawks and now with the Eagles, is facing some pretty serious charges stemming uh, from an incident after the Super Bowl in Houston. So the one from February of 2017, not this past Super Bowl, Super Bowl before that. Uh, Bennett was at the game to support his brother, Martellus. Uh, and after the game, he tried to get on the field. Security stopped him, told him he had to go use a different entrance to the field. But Bennett apparently didn't want to go the other route and push through security guards and onto the field. Uh, part of that security crew, a 66-year-old disabled woman, uh, and she was injured in the uh, the incident. So a warrant has been issued for Bennett's arrest. Prosecutors are set out to prove that Bennett, quote, knowingly caused bodily injury to a person over 65, which would fulfill the criteria for his charge of injuring uh, injury to the elderly. If convicted, he could face 10 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. There's definitely some fuckery going around with this, right? Like, this is the this weirdest is the, thing. the highest order of fuckery. You are a guarantee year after. The Chargers knowingly injured. Like, that means that he saw this person and just barreled through him without recourse and just kept on moving on with his life. And then... A year and some change later, you put these charges out there. Yeah, that's the craziest part about it. And this. the police held a press conference and they're like, just, you know, he's at large and well, this is. He's at I mean, large. Like, I mean, making this a big old thing. And it was like, are you serious right now with these? I got an ESPN alert on my phone. I mean, the suspect is considered. Uh, big and dangerous if you're an old person. Right. Uh, I mean, like, making it outside, it's like, it is tough enough being black in America, and then you got these <laughs> bullshit trumped up charges. I mean, in fairness, if I was going to push through security, I would definitely aim for the 66-year-old disabled woman. That would be the one I'm going after to get through. If I'm really trying to get on the field... My and guess I've is that he never even guards. saw this woman. And what, like you asked me before the show, what 66-year-old disabled person is on a security detail for anything? Margo. Of anything. Margo. Yeah, Margo. Is that her name? Is that her name? She, is that who it is? <laughs> She's like, I'm going to sue. If you don't put me on this security detail, I'm suing. I... I think it's just so bogus. It's so weird. I don't. I don't even understand how. And he he has to turn and they, himself. I mean, they in. have an indictment on him. So yeah, that's he's he has grand to jury. Turn himself in because I understand our justice department works kind of slow. But a year to get an indictment on, on this? this, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it seems. I don't know. It just. But what this tells me is there's got to be a video of it. Like they, yeah, it's they the have Super to Bowl. Have There's going to be a right. video of it that comes out. So I'm really interested to see that video. Oh, and I'm really interested to see how they went about getting the the conviction too. Because I mean, you have to prove intent. the indictment, not not conviction. Oh, okay, yeah. So well, the indictment is the... just the indictment is just a grand jury saying, yeah, you've got enough that you could take it to trial. Okay, it's not necessarily saying, yeah, he, he did, this. did this. It's All just right. saying. Oh, yeah. Basically, they probably were just like, wait, this big dude pushed down uh, an old lady to get on the field? Again, my guess is yeah, that you can, just you can probably charge him. pushed his way through, has no idea that this happened. It wasn't It wasn't as if he saw her and was like, you. And just, you know, bull I mean, rush. Again, her. I probably would. But here's the other thing. He, he wouldn't have to knock her over. Bennett's a big dude. All he had to do that's was like, like you do the you do to this lady what like you do to little kids who are standing in your way, and you just like pick you up and fucking move. And now I'm just gonna go past you. I'm guessing that's all you got to do. Walked through like how she... disabled is she? Did could he have just like put the lock on her wheelchair and just walked past? 
That would be funny, actually. <laughs> Just, you ain't stopping me. Click. Click. And I'm out. <laughs> Wrong day to be on security detail, because I'm smart enough to <laughs> click. She's radioing it in. I'm stuck. <laughs> I got me stuck. <laughs> Margo's down. Margo's down. <laughs> Probably going to hell for making fun of disabled people and wheelchair people. What? True. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> there it is. Joe. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> both Mike and I make no secret that we're fans of Ice Cube's Big Three League. I can't even get through this. All right. It's soon going to be back. Second season this summer. All the games going to be live instead Finally. of on tape recording. Yes, that's, Finally. I think that's probably, no matter what, if they had changed absolutely nothing about yeah, the Big Three, makes just making so the games better. live and making it infinitely better. As long as the gameplay is better, because that was the one good thing about the Big Three was you missed the scoring droughts that they had when it was on tape delay because it was like, I'd follow on Twitter and be like, this game's still 12-12? What the fuck is happening right now? It's been uh, going on for 35 minutes. True, there might have been some droughts. But, <laughs> you know, those dirt's runs. Okay, basketball's a game of runs. And <laughs> I mean, if you're fucking Xavier, you don't score for an entire 12 minutes of the first half. You know, way before the state. <laughs> uh, anyway, so live games and stuff. Where was I? Um, uh, but, there, but bigger news coming out of the league, though is that the league can now boast that they have done something that no men's basketball league has ever done, and that's hired a woman to be the head coach of one of the teams. They recently appointed Commissioner uh, Clyde Drexler after he was uh, coach of one of the teams in the league. The team just named Power. (laughs) He no longer coaches Power. He's now the commissioner of the league. But he tabbed Nancy Lieberman to coach the team that he vacated, and she's now the first woman's head coach of any men's professional basketball league. Uh, Lieberman is... Yeah, she's no stranger to this. She was an assistant coach on the Kings. She did uh, head coach in the WNBA from 98 to 2000. So this isn't her first rodeo. This isn't some pity gig. This isn't just, oh, hey, you know, you used to be a kind of good player back in the day. Let's go on ahead and make you head coach to make headlines. No, this is like a legit thing. But yeah, um, the league was great last year and did good things uh, in their inaugural year. And this is even more awesome. I think that's the coolest this. part. Like the, a lot of times you see the first year in a league like this. It just fizzles. And yeah. the, the big three never really... I mean, it wasn't huge by yeah, any stretch it, it of the imagination. Pop crazily. It wasn't like But it also stream. just stayed steady through the first year. And yes. I think the first year, that's all you got to do. And then you make your adjustments, figure out what right. the fans want to see. Steady growth from there. This year is where we'll find out if this league is really going to stick around. Because right. if, if they don't make changes and improve, then they're going to but drop I hard. I do think that they're going to... One, I think they'll, you know, they'll tighten up the things. The first move was the live thing. Obviously, yeah. that was probably everybody's biggest gripe was, ah, man, you know, these games being on tape delay, it's kind of lame because I can find out the results the day before it's played or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then you add in the fact that that first season, they got kind of the B-list stars and, like, there's their stars in that league, but their names that were, like, third and fourth. And the stars that on. were in there didn't really want to play. Right. Mm. AI. AI. Yeah, I mean, the biggest names that they did get, it was kind of like this farcical thing where yeah. they played but didn't play. But now, all of a sudden, I mean, they've already advertised they're, they're getting, you know, Omari Stoudemire, like, 
bigger names, even yeah. bigger names than before, are signing on and they're going to play and be part of these teams. So like that's part of the growth right. of this thing is you're getting even more bigger names to come on. And Ice Cube came out and said, you know, hey, fully support this head coaching decision, and she is very qualified. I expect her to do big thing, big things in the league, and you know, let's go. So. Good for them. Hopefully, for this opens the door for female coaches in other sports well, and, and, that and was, in other. That was my first thought. Was I mean, now what's your excuse if you're any other league? Where, yeah, why, you know, why can't they? I mean, yeah. I mean, some people are going to make the argument. Oh, well, it's this gimmick league that the. But I mean, it's still a head coach. I mean, look, if gig, they, if they still are coached by this woman, regardless. If I had the choice between Sean Miller or Pat Summit coaching, Pat Summit, you know, in the day, not. Pat Summit now, obviously, since she passed away. But if I had the choice between Sean Miller or Pat Summit, good call. I would pick Pat Summit. Good every call. Time. You wouldn't have the dead Pat Summit coaching you. Yeah, I might pick the dead Pat Summit over Sean Miller. Touche. I might pick. I might make that choice. This, dead, dead Pat Summit over Sean upper Miller. Deck Minuteman is going to cancel our shit. <laughs> Making fun of dead women. And... Well, I'm not making fun. I'm just, uh, just I'm, making... that's making fun of Sean Miller. Yeah, just... we did go a little hard on on women earlier. Go ahead, Joe. I know we were ready for it. Huh? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were ready for a moving on there. Okay. Anyways, let's uh, let's get anyway, into this last story. Good for Nancy, uh, <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop talking about women. Let's make fun of kids for a little bit. Uh, there has right. been on board. A, a huge push from tons of talking heads to stop showing crying kids during tournament coverage. Nah. Uh, lots of blue check Twitter users throwing it out there that they need to stop showing kids uh, after a loss. Uh, when when they've got their hearts ripped out by their favorite teams, people like Danny Cannell, Nicole Auerbach, uh, more uh, people voice their concerns about this practice. It's created this like groundswell of support from people, not from me, uh, who who are saying stop showing these kids crying. Uh, not everyone likes this idea. CBS, the other CBS, the fake one, they are sticking to their guns and said that kids crying is fair game to show because, quote, it's part of the drama. <laughs> I, I don't even care that they think it's part of the drama. I like seeing it not because I'm like, ah, I enjoy the taste of your tears, which partially I do, but I also enjoy I'm like, man, these motherfuckers care. Yeah, if you, man. If you care enough to cry, then that means, you know what? You care as much as I did. Seeing J.P. McCure in tears, I'm like, that dude cares. No, no, no. They're not talking about showing the college, like the players crying. Oh, you're talking about like, they're little, talking about little kids? Like panning, little league? Panning to the crowd and showing like the oh, kid the in the stands kids. crying. The one that oh, we no, used. Oh, fuck those kids. Show them shits. <laughs> the one we used in our gift yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, fuck that. Week. I'm all That's here for the kids crying. They're saying stop showing the kids. I thought you meant kids as like, oh, these I college I took players. It, I took it as like. You just meant kids. Oh fuck that! Like they—they they always tend to find the one kid in the front row. Your face like is public. Heartbroken. Your face is public use. And uh, hey, man, look, show if, up you, to a sporting if event. you don't want to be on TV crying, better go your... sit in the fucking cheap seats, man. Like, leave the front row for the people who aren't afraid to cry. Better put camera. a bag over your head. <laughs> you gonna get caught on camera crying, bitch, or don't cry. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> fuck them. Show the kids. Then, then I'm just laughing. I like how you were the players. You were all, on yeah. board. You no, were yeah, on yeah. board with this, and then when you found out it was little kids, you were really on board. You were Ow. like, "Oh, well, wait, that's what we're talking." No, fuck those. Kids. Man up, son. <laughs> or don't. In fairness, you are the one who yelled at your son on his first birthday for crying while he was eating his cake. <laughs> no, crying because he didn't eat the cake. That's right. He was like, yeah, he, he was all terrified because yeah. all people were. Fed. And you were like, you, stop crying. You're embarrassing yourself. 
It's true. <laughs> your one-year-old son. I got video of that. <laughs> Fuck the kids. I'm the future. This has been Upper Deck, brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, probably for the last time, and by Crying Kids. <laughs> Fuck them. The kids? Yes. Okay, good. No, yeah. no, no, not yeah. Minuteman. No, Thank Minuteman's you. awesome. <laughs> Do not fuck Minuteman. Go get your tickets at Minuteman. But the kids? Fuck them. Let them cry. Oh, Jesus. Did you cry? Was that, was that Hootie? Let them cry? Yeah, it was Hootie. Yeah. That was Hootie. I subscribed to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joe, why don't you bring up the uh, the computer volume? We'll open up the uh, the, the drunk line four four zero thirty seven drunk. Call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, you can hit us up with some tournament action. I know Tyson's been itching to to hear about the meltdown of Xavier Jesus and that Christ. loss. Uh, it is just another chapter in cursed Cincinnati sports history. That article went up on the blog uh, earlier this week. I don't know what it is about this town that just. You can't win. Like the the teams are cursed. Somebody, uh, I don't know who who mentioned it on Facebook, but somebody brought up it's the curse of Bo Jackson. This all goes back to when the Bengals broke Bo Jackson's career when they messed up his hip, and that all Cincinnati sports teams have been cursed since. You don't fuck with Bo. You don't. Bo knows curses. Clearly. <laughs> He just has a voodoo doll of the city of Cincinnati just pokes at it so, day in, day out. So Sunday was the day where we got to see UC blow a 22-point lead to Nevada um, with 10 minutes to go in the game. That's unheard of to lose a uh, lead with basically a quarter to go. You, you blow a 22-point lead. And then follow that up a few hours later with Xavier blowing a 12-point lead to Florida State. Um, in a game where J.P. Makira fouled out, uh, Trayvon Blewett didn't exist. He might as well not have been on the floor. Uh, I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is all you can say about that game? I I am very upset still. It. I haven't been able to watch basketball since, especially last night when I checked the scores and I saw that Florida State was beating up on Gonzaga. I was like... I'm never watching this tournament. Like, I'm done watching this tournament this year because that is... Oh, I'm always done when Xavier loses. It, for me, it's always over, but I, I don't care what, what's going on, what happens. I don't care who wins. I don't care about my bracket. Uh, none of it. it. It was all over in that moment. The The shittiest thing is the the way I felt before the game was already the nervous energy, and then I'm all, ha, I felt ha, so ha. fucking confident. No, see, and then I'm all, ha, 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 you see loss, and I'm like, man, it'd be just like us to totally do the same thing. Or, <laughs> like, we're, we're going to lose because, like, I just had that feeling. But, I, you know, then the game's playing out, and they went through that drought in that first half where they just didn't score for the last ten minutes and somehow escaped with a two-point lead at halftime. And I thought, oh, my well, God, it was because of they the played calls. their worst basketball the entire year, and they still... Are up to with that. That's how I felt. And I felt, at that point, I thought, okay, so they're going to win this. It's going to be ugly, and it's going to be another Xavier way of doing this. Where it's like, wow, that was ugly, but hey, got out with a W and whatever. (laughs) No, no, and everybody's still talking ish about us getting knocked off. And, you know, even Chuck at halftime was, yeah, Florida State's going to win because they're more athletic, and I just think they're going to figure out a way. And I'm like, nah, Xavier's going to win this ugly, but it's whatever. And they then were up 12, and I was like, yeah, cruising. I mean, we were making jokes in the group. Like, everything was the, going You hit good. the Stugatz weekend update I was, early. I, but I was doing but it. But I, I felt because, good, too. No, but, and you know, but part of me was doing that because I was being silly about the right. whole doesn't matter what I say thing. Yeah. We yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. it in the group, and none of nothing we do here matters. So I was just being playful, but I also felt like that. 
Yeah. And I didn't think it's like it's early, but it's still we're good to go. I mean, we've played horrible and they're they're still up big. And then Xavier just went to sleep and then the season ended the same way that the Providence game did with Kareem Cantor throwing a ball up. How the fuck is land. that your last shot? It was the last game against Providence in the Big East tournament that he never got the shot off yeah. before the buzzer. And then that was the last shot Which, of the season. Didn't he hit that? No. Even, it was after the buzzer, but he, I thought he hit it. I don't like think he so. just, I thought it was one of those where it ended, the buzzer went off, oh, and he just know. threw it up know. and it I went in. And I was so, like, dude, at that point, so don't disgusted. Throw it, up. it was just whatever. But yeah, so it, another season, and we talked about it a million times. No, no Final Four season was a waste. Yep. It was just Agree 100%. And it was that. even worse than I imagined. Yeah, it was even way worse. even in the Elite Eight. Crawford Sports, who's this? <laughs> Michael. Hey, Papa B, what's oh. up? You two whiners. <laughs> you whine, you're whining about Cincinnati being cursed? Yeah. Well, I don't really yeah. particularly care you about guys Cincinnati can't, being cursed. You guys can't hold a candle to Cucklin. No, Are no, no. I will, I, will, I will argue this point with you, Papa B, because I did some research this week. I think, it, yes, history is on Cuckland's side. They are historically yep. a worse yep. team over, or a worse city. Over the last 20 years, they have more success yep. than Maybe Cincinnati. Maybe no, over the last 20 years, they have more success than Cincinnati. The Indians have gone to the World Series. Oh, Cincinnati yeah. has not – there has been no Cincinnati, Cincinnati professional team series. in 1990. The, that was their last World Series win, was 1990. In the last 20 years, when, Cincinnati when sports did, has when, done nothing. When was Cleveland? I'm telling you, I'm, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying, Pops, <laughs> is historically, yes, Cuckland is the worst city. But in the last the 20 worst. years, the they worst. have more success. <laughs> you at least won a goddamn playoff game. Out here battling to see who's the worst. No Cincinnati, <laughs> no Cincinnati professional team has won a playoff game in the last twenty years. That's well, but that's okay. That's, At least well, I guess not there. playoff game. The the Reds He's series. Not, the Reds didn't win a series, yeah. right? And they got fucking no hit against the Phillies. <laughs> and they blew a two zero series against the Giants. But, I mean, the Bengals have even have actually been to the playoffs, and they've lost in the when, first round every fucking time. They're cursed. At least they got there. They didn't go 0 and 16. I mean, what the hell? Jesus I will Christ, give you the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the Browns. I will give you the Browns. There is nothing that can compare to the awfulness of the Browns. But if you compare the Indians and the Reds over the last 20 years, the Indians are the better team. Do you, yeah, do you deny that? Years. And, Dad, the Cavs won the fucking championship. We don't. The next closest third sport that we have is FC Cincinnati. No. You know what FC Cincinnati has done in the two years that they've been in existence? Not make the MLS. Lost in the playoffs the first game, <laughs> both years that they've is, been in existence. Is it, is it, would that be? Would that be the? Would that be the soccer team? Yeah, that's the soccer team. Yeah, a little fuck soccer. There it is. I knew <laughs> it was coming. For it. I, knew the, I knew the Papa B fuck soccer was that's coming. Not even a, that's not a sport. That's like saying you didn't win the cornhole championship. <laughs> He's making or, valid points. Or you pat, pat yourself on the back because you're getting inducted into the WWF uh, Hall of Fame. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. Did you just make a Kid Why Rock did, reference? Do they do they don't they know that professional wrestling's fake? <laughs> they have a Hall of Fame. I have a feeling uh, Tank's going to be calling in to discuss that now. He's going to be upset by that oh. one, pops. Well, I mean, hey, come on, I, I it's just it's not real. It's fake. <laughs> I mean, come on. They have a Hall of Fame. 
<laughs> Why do we have a cornhole Hall of Fame? I mean, what the fuck? At least it's a little little sport. You know, I watch that on ESPN. They actually have cornhole coverage on I ESPN know. now. That's fucking crazy. Oh. It's not well, even the Ocho. It was like. get a team so they can finish last. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, I'm telling It'll you, look at the numbers. Cool. Over the last 20 years, Cleveland has had more success than Cincinnati. Well, yeah, but not in football. And, well, and that's yeah. That's the only thing that really counts. <laughs> He's making all the valid points. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. So if, if that's it, then you're right. Then everybody's better than Cuckland. You're absolutely yeah. right. Then if football is all we're yeah. looking at, Cuckland sucks. That's all that matters, and, and Cuckland sucks. <laughs> Hell, I mean, look at you can, fucking uh, John Carroll can't even beat Mount Union. <laughs> That's a bad thing. But the Mount Union's sucks. really good. Mount Union's like what? the Mount Union's really good, though. Yeah, but eventually, you you think you'd win one game in fifty-seven years? <laughs> <laughs> well, if Cleveland has taught me anything, Cleveland football has taught me anything. Maybe not. Maybe that's not yeah, true. Yeah. You know what? I would I would bet two thousand well, dollars to win twenty six that Cleveland doesn't win a game. Those would be your odds too. You should be used to that losing. You come from Youngstown. Come on. You've been a you were a You're Cleveland right. fan all your life. I know. I'm I I'm starting to feel like I'm the cursed fan. Like it just follows me. There's just a black cloud yeah. hanging over my head. What'd you call me? I don't know. It it could be it could be the guy sitting next to you yells at his one year old kid. <laughs> uh, we gotta go. You're going through a tunnel. Wait, pops, pops, <laughs> legit question for you here. Uh, who's your vote for motherfucker of the week? Are you voting for Rory McIlroy for saying that they need to limit beer and alcohol sales at golf tournaments, or are you voting for um, idiots the, who the put up fans, billboards? Yeah, fans who put up billboards to try to keep people or lure people to their team. Well, anybody who's stupid enough to spend their money on a billboard's got my vote. <laughs> they're, they're idiots. Like you really think that that, that billboard's going to make up LeBron's mind? Right. You know? Exactly. It, it totally is. I mean, I mean unless some owner opens up his wallet and, and just dumps money on him like it's raining, he's staying in Cleveland. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Oh, Papa B's on the Cleveland a, train, huh? That's a that's a bold prediction, pops. What's that? That's a bold prediction. So you think he's staying. You don't think he's going to go anywhere else? No, he's not going to go anywhere. Hmm. All oh. right. What makes he you likes, think that? He, he, likes to have, he likes to have his ego stroked a little bit. And like I said, unless there's some humongous contract with part ownership in the team and, mm. you know, something that's unheard of, he'll stay right where he's at. Huh. I mean, don't you think he's going to get his ego stroked wherever he goes, though? Like, I feel like no matter where he ends up, that's what they're going to do for him. They're just going to give him the old uh, ego hand jibber. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, he's, he's, a, he's an Akron boy. He's going to stay right where he's at. All right. It's, well. not, it's, not, about, it's not about money anymore. He's, he owns the franchise in Cleveland now. <laughs> he, I mean, he really does. Like, at this point, he yeah. makes all the calls. So right. Maybe, right. maybe that's it. Yeah. But uh, to I'm your pretty- point, if somebody says, we'll give you a, sh- a stake, a share in this, in this organization – it's kind of hard to say well, no to that. Yeah, like I Head said, unless it's something out of this world, he's staying. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you're right, pops. I I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Going to get a I don't know. Franchise. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Did you see the Philly billboards, he's gonna, though? He's going to call them the Black Ballers. That's what he's going to call them. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh... Pops, that got really weird. Uh... That, was, that, was, that was for Scott. Oh, <laughs> that was, all right, now it makes sense. All right. Thanks, Bubba B. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, I gotta go. I'll talk to you guys. All right, later. Pops, Have love you. Dog. All right, see you, Papa V. We'll see you. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that, that was classic. Uh, he wasn't as angry this time around. He wasn't. Plus, he was extra confident. Le- LeBron stand. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Joe, you're the Cleveland fan. You think LeBron sticks around? Uh, yeah, he's gonna stick around. Obviously, <laughs> I am one hundred percent full, wholehearted into it, and uh, my heart's not gonna get broken again. Hmm. Okay, well, right. uh, if LeBron leaves, we need to get video of Joe crying and then put that up. Hell yeah, because it's for the drama. So we're Shh. totally gonna do that. We're gonna have Joe crying. Fuck the drama. It's for the show. <laughs> That shit will just be entertainment. You can make a gif of that. I was just, I was just quoting. I know you were uh, just trying to <laughs> extrapolate <laughs> how much I didn't care. So, so Charlotte won by sixty-one points over Memphis the other night. I just don't know if LeBron is even going to. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. Like the the Cavs, I feel like are at a point where they got to do something to try to keep him. They gotta, they gotta show him something because every he's not. Though? But it's not good enough to beat the Warriors. No matter what they've done, they've, oh, they haven't mean, come close. Wise, yeah, like, I mean, LeBron has an opportunity to start fresh and team up with somebody and actually challenge the Warriors at this point. That's, I, and I feel like that might be more important to him than money or whatever else. Like he, I mean, he, if he was with Houston right now, we wouldn't be making that bet. Joe and I would have no bet. Yeah. yeah if that's I, what happens right. next year, then no bet. Yeah, because this I, year... Yeah. He he gonna be butt chugging, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure, butt War, chugging. Warriors and six. Joe, you still feeling confident in that bet? One hundred percent confident. Never gonna get my heart broken again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Anyway, so uh, March Madness. So now that. Uh, we have a ridiculously weird first half of the Elite Eight uh, locked in with um, you got Michigan, who's a three seed, and I think they're the the, the highest best seed ranked seed on the left, left side of the bracket. Yeah, Loyola yeah. is is in it. They're eleven. They're, they're playing they're, against uh, Cinderella Story. Who the hell won last night over Florida State? Yeah, it was are Florida they, State. Well, are they matched up against no, Kansas no, no, no. State? Kansas no, they State, yeah, yeah they play Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah, they're in the upper Loyola. bracket. Yeah. That game was a little interesting. Uh, Kentucky losing that one to Kansas State. Wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't. I have no idea. I just From saw what the, I read. <laughs> saw the score this morning. I was like, oh, they lost? Okay. <laughs> CBS is pissed because they were, they were sitting there all weekend. Okay, all we, so all we need is Duke and UK. All we need is Duke and UK. Please let it be Duke and yeah. UK. And now they just throw their hands up because all they got on hope is Duke. The, the, and that's all they're, they're, all they're rooting for. Well. Also, Kansas and Villanova both won tonight. They were both one seed, so they both won tonight. All right, that right, but I'm saying but, as far as like yeah, final national draw, yeah, yeah national I mean, audience like, wise, the, all the, they're hanging there. And when you're talking about matchups, it's like I mean, 
best they can hope for now is Duke, Michigan, right? I mean, that's which is a national draw. Like that'll be a. I mean that that would be the only one left that's bringing in the eyeballs so, that they can. And have that's what that's what for. this always comes up with. Like every year, whenever there's these crazy runs by these right uh, these high seeds, great for the first people are like, this is awesome. Everything's fucking and then nobody crazy. watches. Yeah, and then it's then they're like, oh, Loyola Chicago still is. We got to hear about this nun again. <laughs> I don't want to watch this shit. Yeah. It's only cool the first weekend, and then after that, I'm like, oh, that was cute. I don't want to hear about these guys anymore. Is Xavier an 11 seed making a run? Then fuck them. Yeah, and I mean, even if, but if we're Xavier fans, so it's totally different. But no, I know. In outside, I think even if Xavier had made a run this year as a one seed, if they were still in it, people would be like, "Fucking Xavier, who are who are they?" Like I know Xavier is well, more; it would they're be more the well known than thing. Loyola. They, it's but just, it's still—it's just the one. It's know. just the number next to your name. That's all it is. No, I mean, but I, I still don't think. I think people want the name. The name is more important than the number because well, for had sure, UK, the name had UK made it, they're a five seed. Like right. people wanted UK no, yeah, to make yeah, it because for it's a sure, name. For sure, the name matters when you're talking about the network. But I'm saying when it comes to the eyeballs for the fans, I mean a lot of them are just gonna tune. No, in I think it's number. I think it's the name because you're trying to get the casual fan. And you're trying to get the fan that recognizes something. So Xavier, it could be Xavier versus Villanova, part three in the national championship game. Oh yeah, number nobody's one watching number that one. game outside and of nobody, Big East Yeah, fans nobody gives a shit because they're like, who? Who is this? Nah, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I don't care about oh, this. Oh no, they would do. But you get poor numbers. You get Duke versus Kentucky, one right. versus five, and it's killing the ratings because everybody knows Kentucky, everybody knows Duke. Right. So it would be a nightmare. That would have been. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Fuck it. So do you think this tournament, as crazy as it is and how wild this whole this whole tournament has been, everybody seems to be into it because of all these upsets, do you think that's what we're going to fall victim to again is just people tuning out in the Final Four? Because you got – like, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just before I got out of the car at, coming into your house, Feinbaum was asked the question like, is is this tournament really good for the sport? I mean, you no, spend I don't entire, think it is. You, you spend an entire season, and then all of this just kind of happens at random, and you have one bad game, and then it determines it, and that that's that for all these teams. And then you're left with all these teams that nobody really cares about who potentially can all win the national championship, but then you're looking at it. I mean, seriously, think about it. If it were to happen, if – Loyola Chicago won a national championship. Yeah, it would be the good story, but would anybody feel like they were actually the No, they feel cheated. Yeah, they it, feel it, cheated. It would feel it would feel cheated. You know what it would do? You know what it would do? It would be every single le- person. Le- it would legitimize the BCS. Every single person would be like, <laughs> we need to expand the fucking playoffs. See? UCF, they should have been playing. That's the fucking, that's a guarantee. That's the first story that runs if Loyola Chicago wins the national championship. Even if they make it to the national championship, that's the story that runs. Yeah. Guarantee it. So a lot of people are saying that, well, they're happy for this because it's getting rid of the big programs that are so-called they cheaters. S- they say that, but then they don't watch. <laughs> cheaters, yeah. That's, but, but that's the problem. People say that and they don't watch. I mean, I, right. you know want to know how I know? I'm one of them. Because I'm all jacked up to see the things, but then the games happen, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching that shit because I don't care. Yeah, it's not. Like, I only care when it's exciting. Not and only that, when there's 68 teams. Not only that, not, the basketball in general has been pretty sloppy. Like, like overall. But it's been bad. I was going to say, across the board. Yeah. Like, all of these games you're watching, like, it's been some bad, bad basketball, horrible officiating. I mean, yeah, it, it's like, been the ugly. whole tournament in general just feels shitty. 
Like it just feels yeah. like, and and maybe that's because there's more parity and teams are more even and seeds uh, it, don't matter as much. But factor, but in, it just but... feels like this tournament sucks. And that's not me as a Xavier fan being right. shitty no. about like all the other games. Every other game I've watched, it's just like it's it's what right now it's fourteen to twelve, and there's three minutes to go in the half. Yeah, there's been this really bad quality of basketball where it's like this is. It, it's like very. It's not very far removed from just like a high school game. If yeah. you're watching it, you're like the quality is low. Right. It's been really shit, and I don't know why that is. Like, what's the? I also, man, I'm telling you, it. It's kind of just what I mentioned. I think we talked about this last week. Was that uh, there's a very big lack of star power right now too. There's there really no, is. Yeah. The one name this year, Trey Young, they got eliminated right off the bat. And then, I mean, as far as household names go, there just aren't any. Yeah. So there's nothing to gravitate towards. So are we just in a a weird dead spot in college sports right now? I think that this year is maybe a a once-off because you get more. But, I mean, we we said that, though, with the way things had gone this entire year. Everything's wide open, and it's going to be weird because of how many changes there were in the top 25 week after week after week. And there's no real dominant team. It's just kind of a bunch of decent, really good teams at the top. Nobody dominant. That kind of makes it all suck. I mean, there's nobody to even really hate all that much. Like, how much do you really hate Duke this year? A lot, because fuck Grayson Allen. No, I mean, A lot. I hate him a lot. I know. Second name in NCAA that you knew. Yeah, and the only reason why I know him is because he's a douchebag that trips people. Right, I know. But even his name was kind of on the (laughs) back burner this year compared to last year. His name was much more prominent. That's because he wasn't tripping people as much as here. Well, that's what (laughs) what I'm saying. Like, I I didn't hate Duke as much as I usually do. Like, the fire. I mean, I hate him, and this is whatever. I I don't want to see him win. But, I mean, the fire wasn't there. I don't don't, know. They didn't have any. There wasn't. Somebody there. There wasn't really a villain this year, and there. But there aren't any heroes either. It's just like kind of just this whole cast of just eh, I, guys I mean, across the country. Yeah. It's just like here's here's teams that are playing. Yeah, enjoy. And then there's yeah. <laughs> there's, and then there's I feel the, like that should be March Madness's slogan. And like, then there's the cloud. <laughs> then there is the cloud of the whole FBI thing that's kind of just there, but. It's not really nothing's really happening, but yeah. there's been all these questions about all these top programs, but no answers, and everybody's just kind of like waiting for the other shoe to fall. Right. But who knows if it it might take two more years before everything gets yeah. sorted out. So this whole year might be for not. Maybe they should redo, whoever wins might have to take the banner. They down. should redo uh, one shining moment for this year and just add a question mark. So it's just like one shining moment. Uh, it, there was stuff that happened. Yeah. Don't shake your head at me, Joe. I saw that in the peripheral. I saw him <laughs> shake his head at the bad joke. Fuck you. Terrible. All right. <laughs> Terrible joke. <laughs> yes. Let me ask this question. So because this tournament has been so crazy, we have seen a wide gamut of results. We saw UC blow a 22-point lead. Mm-hmm. We saw Xavier choke away a 12-point close lead. We watched UNC, a number two seed, get fucking blown out in the second round yeah. of the tournament in a game that they should have won handily. Which one would you prefer? Do you want? How do you skip the sixteen over the one on the upset scale? Because that wasn't that wasn't okay. I mean, fine. There, there was a sixteen over one, and that was a big win too for UMBC. They they 20. won by what twenty points? Yes. Yeah, that was a good, okay. Fair point. I, I, it happened during the show. It seems like an eternity ago. It really does. Seriously. Like it does. It feel happened a like, week ago, and I'm like, God, that was only a week ago. I thought it was last season for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's how far. That's Remember how far last year when a sixteen made a one. <laughs> 
was last week. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, it's been that they, much bad basketball in a week. And then they lost. So good job. Way to go, 16 seed. Right. Thanks for Thanks for nothing. But their social media guy got real popular for 10 he minutes. He did. Which he was, had his 15 minutes. For he show. killed it. That he kid did. killed it. He was auditioning for an NHL team with that one. Was he really? No, I mean, I'm just saying because that's NHL teams have the best social media. Oh, I got you. But I wasn't sure because I, I heard he got job offers from different people. He had people. to. Like, I, but I didn't know. He had I wasn't to. sure if there was something that I missed no, where no. the NHL teams were like, oh, hey. Anyways, so would you rather – uh, and that's uh, let me back this up because you didn't let me finish my question. My question on this is: How would you rather lose? Would you rather get blown out by a, a seed that you should dominate? Would you rather win, uh, lose in a close game like Xavier did, where you had a lead but it wasn't a crazy lead, and then you you kind of choke it away at the end? Or would you rather be like you see where you have a huge lead and you blow that huge lead? Which is the better way to lose? That is such a goddamn Cleveland thing to ask. Like, which way would you prefer to the lose? The fumble, the drive. <laughs> which named blunder hurts less? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But I, I just feel like this, this tournament is so weird and so crazy that we've seen I, all of these I mean, different I, things. Yeah, so which, which one as a fan are you just like, all right, I, could, I can at least swallow that pill? The buzzer beater. I mean that's the worst. That's the least. It's it hurts bad though when it happens. It, no, it does. But I mean, at least you can be like, oh, well, we lost off that last second shot. The embarrassment of being up and then having the, just completely choking it away or getting trounced against a team that you're supposed to beat. Like that was my biggest concern in this tournament. I said it. Oh, uh, this is gonna be the year sixteen beat to one, and it's probably gonna be Xavier, and it's gonna be this big <laughs> fucking embarrassment. Like that would have been awful. Like I. As much as it sucks that Xavier lost to Florida State, you can kind of ration, you can kind of rationally make your way around it and talk yourself into the loss if you, eh, they're all athletic and big and stuff and reasons. With Virginia losing to UMCB, or UMBC, BC, whatever, like there's, <laughs> there's not, like how do you justify that? And as a fan, like how do you like you can't like talk it away? It's just like no, you got. It handed to you against a school that most people don't had never even heard of. But see, I feel like that's an easier pill to swallow because you can just chalk it up to be like, this season's fucking weird. I mean, shit's crazy. There's a but it's historical. I understand it's historical. I understand that, and that that's gonna suck. But but it's also answer to a trivia question forever. Ain't nobody gonna remember the Xavier lost to Florida State in a few years. Like it'll just be like, oh yeah, I remember when we lost. Like eh, whatever. But it wasn't to a 16. <laughs> but I'd still, I still feel like that loss would be easier to take in a tournament where you potentially have an 11 seed in the final four to be like, yeah, we lost to a 16, but this season was fucking weird. Well, same thing with Xavier, though. They'll be like, oh, whatever. Look at the, the year. The, look at that. That's how I'll justify it later on. I'll be like, oh, yeah, remember that year? Well, <laughs> you <laughs> fucking had Loyola Chicago won it all. Cool. <laughs> As so the, nothing mattered. As the fan that knows losing very well, <laughs> the easiest one to swallow is when you're out of it from the get-go. That's, yeah. If you, even I if know, you're I think supposed I'm making, to I'm, win. I'm, I'm making yep. the alternate argument that I, I've made in the past, that the, the last-second wins choke war. Because I think I made the point on this show that during that Super Bowl when the Niners were getting their asses kicked, I had slowly started to accept it, and you're like, ah, oh, well, fuck it, it was a great season, and... We'll be back here next year. And then they got closer and closer and closer and then lost it off the fingertips. And that sucked. Yeah. 
the Notre Dame Alabama national championship game when it was over by the end of the first quarter, I was like, "What? Well, fuck it, let's get drunk. Who gives a shit?" <laughs> You're right. Like, at this point, it's yeah, over. Yeah, fuck yeah. it, it's done. And like I said, I'm like, as a, as we start you, talking it through, and Joe said that, I'm like, I yeah. actually think I made that. You point go through the stages of grief previous episode during the game. Like you're still mad about the Xavier loss it, when you're blown out. You're through the stages of grief by the yeah, time by the, the game's time over. The game's Especially over. when there's food involved. If you can just eat it away <laughs> during the game, boom, you're done. Eat and drink it away by the time the game's over. You're not even watching the game in the second half anyway, so just fuck it. That's very good points. Yeah, you're right. All right, so that's why I'm still chewing on this Xavier the, loss and still bitter. Yeah, so it's the it's the game that you should win, and it's close, and it shouldn't really be close, and, and then you end up losing. That's the one that's the fucking worst one to, to deal with because because then yeah. you're then you're going through in your mind like that ball had just gone that one way or if they didn't call that that charge on JP he wouldn't have gotten taken out of the game and he that we probably have a different outcome mm. you're just playing the what if game for fucking ever but when oh, you're down yeah. when you get blown out by 20 it's like yeah that was weird we, we had no no we, we had no chance i got, I got shit faced on a sunday night it was it was a good time i think i don't know <laughs> that's that's yeah. a way better way to go down right Fucking one seed, man. You want to you talk football Jesus instead? Jesus Christ, what? What about football? <laughs> free agency? No, agency? real football. Oh. Oh. The Alliance oh. Oh. of American Football. The one that undercut the XFL <laughs> and just yes. stole everything? Uh, for those of you that don't know this With week. no weird press conference? Uh, Vince McMahon told us a lot in that press conference. Wasn't that on Periscope too? Like he did that on Periscope. Yeah, it was wasn't all even all kinds of. Weird. Uh, we don't we don't have any information. We don't have that. anything uh, except for this logo and this cool rap song. And people, this gonna... is the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to have people write a theme song for the show. Yeah, using that we were. Rap. That was homework. <laughs> I think we were even supposed to come back yeah. with our best brand. This is beer. This is sports. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be everybody's submission for that. Uh, oh. But yeah. So uh, it was Dick Ebersol's son, right? Or is yeah, Dick the one Ebersol? that made the one that made the XFL. It's that one. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the director of the This Is the XFL Thirty for Thirty. Wow! So he interviews and gets all this stuff. And basically figures out exactly what went wrong and why it went wrong. I mean, he obviously had time, or he could have done this just from his father, because Dick Ebersole was the one who yeah. teamed up with Vince to do the XFL. So he could have just gone straight to the stores and be like, hey, Dad, you were in this. <laughs> what exactly did it go wrong? But instead, he goes to his dad and probably did that, and then also goes to McMahon, picks his brain, who he probably at some point found out, yeah, hey, so we're trying to fire this thing back up again, like keep that on the DL or whatever. But he's like, <laughs> and he's just sitting there like, oh, really? Because, uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> then watches the whole thing that Vince did, which everybody was like, what the fuck is this shit? I mean, you announced it, but you're not really coming back. And it's two years away and you got nothing. Oh, OK, cool. Well, I guess talk to us in two years. Well, that's sees the yeah, that, that's sees all that it. go down. And then it's like, oh, hey, guys, by the way, we got a league and we got TV yeah. deal and we got and all this stuff. Are, and here's the cities, cities were, like, yeah. and we're rolling. Which everything that people were disappointed with with the XFL announcement, they were Every, like, "Is this going to be on TV?" Well, you know, we like, don't. We so don't not know. only did we're he take, gonna... not only did he take notes from McMahon's first debacle, he sat there and took notes from his then <laughs> second go round debacle. <laughs> 
It's like, okay, it, what did Vin, what did people want from Vince in the first <laughs> announcement? All right, we're gonna hit every single bullet point when we finally roll this thing out, and they did. It was like it came so out of the clear blue sky that I was like, wait a minute, what? There's another league, and, and they've got details, and it's starting next year. What? <laughs> it completely blindsided me, and they had everything laid out that I was like, is this real? I mean, the announcement. Seriously, just popped up, and I thought I had no idea it was fake. coming. There was no rumors; it was just mid mid morning. Hey, guess what? There's another football league that's <laughs> undercutting the XFL and has no affiliation with the NFL. And they're going to do it a, a year before the XFL plans the, to launch, and completely screw everything up that they had. <laughs> Blew my mind, but I mean, here we are, and the same questions I guess we had about the XFL though still are there. You're like. I mean, I heard he did go on national radio and talk about the league. Uh, this is the younger Ebersol, um, you know. Say, uh, you got to go for two point conversions. So there's, you know, there's yeah, there's changes. no kickers, no yeah, punters. The, yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't. There's no kickoffs. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of interesting rule changes. And then you've got the uh, the thing that with the players, it's kind of like the big three, where you know the the big three have the coaches, players type deal, and they they. They have a stake. Well, they've got former NFL players that are heading this whole thing, and they want the players that are involved on the teams to be part of the league, not just in the league. And it's not really a league. I mean, I, it's going to be real interesting to see how it all works. And the the one thing was that he mentioned there's an NFL out clause. So it's like if they're playing good enough that the NFL signed them, like they want that to happen because it's like, Hey, what better way to get free pub than, yeah, this guy was playing in our league, balling out, and boom, he got to the NFL. Come play in our league. Yeah. He's like, we want that to happen. Like, we're not trying to prohibit them to going to the NFL. That, we hope that that happens. We want to just be a league where you can watch football that has different rules and that's basically feeding the NFL, but like, we're going to make our names off the backs of those guys. He's like, my dream scenario is Kurt Warner. Some guy who comes in off the street, blows the fuck up, and then goes to the NFL and also does big things. And then that's our promotional tool. Yeah. Like, look what guys from our league did. I'm like, they thought this through and got – I mean, it I mean, okay, it sounds they, great. They, they thought it through, but it's all fucking common sense. Like, this is all shit no, 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 that McMahon should have said I know, in his the, press well, conference. That's, and that's the funny thing, though, is that when he was talking through all this, and I'm like, these are all just like – Kind of common sense things, but none of them ever occurred to me, and clearly they never occurred to Vince because he's never said any of the things uh, that were we laid out. We don't have any information. Right, on like that right we, now. that's a very good uh, question, we, and uh, we'll answer it for you in two years, maybe. <laughs> and so I was just like, it was refreshing, but again, also uh, just I shocking. I don't know about because Pittsburgh. We don't have any information on cities. They basically didn't let anything out of the like. They let nothing out of the bag. There wasn't rumors that this league, had, you know, I mean, that's we the heard the XFL part. like patent. So we knew right. something was coming. Right, right, right. Or potentially something was coming. There was no rumors. There was no inkling like, hey, you know, there, there might be this other league that's popping up. And it, it, stay tuned because there, there could be this other league. It just poof. There. Yeah, it was just boom, league yeah. set up, ready to go, and we're rolling in a year. And it's like, all right, okay. Right. I don't know if it's going to work any better than the XFL did. But it seems like this is what the XFL the coming that, back. I think the wanted fact to that be. they have some former NFL talent, like brought in, yeah, like they're yeah. they've got some people that you can point to and be like, look, you can be involved in this league with these dudes. Isn't Heinz Ward one of the guys that Heinz Ward, Palomalu, uh, Justin Tuck, um, ah, JT, and there was like one more prominent name, and then you've got Bill Polian. 
the yep. former Colts exec and whatnot. He's got his name. So on they've it. got legit people back in the league right. where the XFL is still. And they've like, got the TV deal, and I can't remember who the TV deal. was. I think was it's with CBS. With. CBS. Okay. I think so. I don't, for some reason, I had Fox, but either way, they've got. So they've got a legit network, which is always, which is why everybody's like, you know, the XFL thing. No matter what they do, it's not going to get off the ground if they don't have TV. Because they were going to go streaming. That was their right. whole yeah. thing. Was and they were going to go streaming, and it was like, uh, I mean, cool, because that's what everybody's long-term. going to. But yeah. If you have it on network TV where nobody has to pay for a cable package to watch it, people are going to fucking watch it. Especially something like CBS where they have the NFL. Like people are are, already – they're trained to watch watch CBS CBS on Sundays. Yeah, Yeah, so now the NFL season ends and, oh, look, there's more football on Sunday and it's on the same channel that I've been watching for the last – I don't have to do anything. 16 weeks. Great. Seek out some special streaming app because that would alienate so many old people. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. isn't the demo they're necessarily going for. But either way, you're just alienating. And CBS, that that's the Old People Network. Right. Genius yeah. move by Ebersol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, it sounds good. So my question I like is, the ideas, but I, 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 I think it sounds good, too. So my question is, do you think that we start to see a shift? Because these this is a professional league. These guys are going to get paid. Maybe not a ton, but they're going to get paid. So do you think... Like we talked about this with the XFL and is there the possibility that you get these kids out of high school that maybe go play in the XFL for a while instead of playing in college. But then we were like, nah, because, you know, it's still streaming and it's this weird gimmicky thing where this feels like football on national TV. So it can't even you can't even be like, well, you get better exposure on football or uh, college football than you do playing this other league. Do you think there's going to be some high school kids who maybe would have gone Ohio State, whatever, and instead are going to go to this league and play. Yes, but not the highest of the high level. I think you'll get some. You, you will get some trickle off, or you get some guys that maybe might think you get some higher end talent, but it won't be the five star recruits. I think you might steal a couple four guys here and there, like otherwise wouldn't necessarily have gone to college. Like, but I don't think you're going to get the the. T- the highest tier. Those guys will still be like, all right, I can go to college and, you know, do my three years or whatever. But I do think they're going to siphon off some of those but guys. But you're doing three years. Like, that's the thing. Right. You're doing three years of having to go to class or maybe potentially going one year. And- I mean, there will, I, I mean, if this league succeeds long term, there will be a Jackie Robinson moment, I feel like, where there will yeah. be one guy where it's like, oh, this guy is the number one prospect in the country. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to play for this league, and then that will be the the moment when this league like takes off yeah. like to another level. But I don't think it's going to happen within the first few years. Like the league has to establish itself. Like people are going to vet it out and see how it is, see what kind of money they can make, if it's worth the risk, and what kind of weigh the pros and cons. It's kind of like what's going on now, where you see some of these bigger name guys sitting out these bowl games when they're not in the playoffs or whatever, in a position yeah. where it's like. That never happened before, but you see a couple of guys do it, and it's like, mm, you know what? That seems like a pretty good idea, and you're going to have a couple more, and eventually it's going to get to the point where all these guys who are any type of aspirations in the NFL, oh, this bowl game doesn't mean anything? I'm not playing. Like, yep. I mean, it'll be across the board where guys will just be like, ah, I'm not playing. So the TV deal is the debut game, so the first game they're ever doing, and the championship game will be on regular CBS one game a week will be on the CBS Sports Network. Mm, so it is a cable. It is a cable option. It's not. They're not all on CBS, which is that does hurt 
their uh, their viewership a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. So one game is on. So you the I'm debut first. game and the championship game is going to be on regular okay, CBS. Regular TV. And then after that, all one the games. game a week during the regular season is going to be on CBS Sports Network. So then the rest of them aren't going to be televised at all. They have. They're going to have an app where you can stream. The games, okay. if you but care enough. Still, there's still so that's the app is going to be for the people who are like my team isn't on this this the week. Network. I so need football. I yeah, yeah. I want to watch it on CBS Sports Network. Right. Everybody else is going to be like football. I don't give a fuck who's playing. It's football, <laughs> so I'm just going to watch Correct. this team. Craftroot Sports. Who's this? Hey, it's Tank. What's up? Hey, man? Tank. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Hey, not much, guys. What's going on? Coming at you from Hartford, Connecticut tonight. Whoa! Long distance calling. Man. Man, what do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. What the hell takes you to Hartford? Uh, the, the wife's grandmother's uh, funeral tomorrow, so we're uh, Thanks, we're doing that whole thing. So Walked not, right uh, into that know, one. Yeah, yeah. Not a fun trip, but a, a trip nonetheless. So we're out here on the East Coast. Are you going to, I mean, I know it's not a, a good time to be out there, but are you going to hit any breweries while you're there? Uh, I mean, I best believe. I mean, it is right, me. Good. Good. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we're, That's we're, my man's hank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we went to, the, uh, dog, I went to the beer store today. If you, I, I already posted, I already posted my first mini haul up in, up in the group. So nice. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, th- things are going I mean, on. Cir- circle of life, business. bro, but still got to get beer. <laughs> No, that's exactly the time to do it. Like, I know. I'm mourning. I need to get drunk. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, that's very Irish of you. <laughs> that's you why see, he's eating a potato raw it. next week. Oh, dang. I'm so not looking forward to that. I man. can't wait for this. Ugh. That might so, be the hey, one man, I'm, I did, I'm looking forward to so the I least. Just into the, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very much looking forward to this. I, am, I, I cannot wait to watch you eat that fucking potato. It's <laughs> Uh, what do you got for us, Tank? Hey, man, Besides I, I potato just tuned in. You guys are talking about football here. Yeah, man, it's a crazy time right now. I, I totally think that, that there's going to be some dudes that go to this that just don't want to fuck with the NCAA. I mean, if you're some kid that, like, you know that you, you don't – like, you're, you've done high school. You didn't like doing high school. You, you, did, you, know, you didn't like going to class and dealing with it then. Why are you going to go to the NCAA when you can go someplace else get paid, not have to do it under the table, you can be out front about it, and then work your way to the NFL. I, I think it's a way better system for a lot of guys. I agree with Scott. I don't think that, like, the top-tier guys, the guys that are, you know, have that platform at Alabama and Ohio State, at, you know, where, where they're like, yeah, this is going to get you in the league and it's a proven model. But, you know, those kids that, like, might get picked up, uh, you know, by, like, a Michigan State or a Washington or a Florida or a Florida State, those guys might, you know, decide to give this a shot and, you know, not have to deal with that whole going to class bullshit. See, that's what it, that's the first name I thought of with this idea of kids skipping college and going to this league. First name I thought of was the conversation you and I had, Tank, about Jameis Winston when yeah. uh, it, there was the special on uh, – was it HBO that did the special on Florida State football? Yeah, dude, when they did Hard Knocks this year, I mean, that dude, I mean, he oh, comes from, like, super, super poor Alabama, like, grew yeah. up in, like, a house with, like, 20 kids. I mean, that dude did not go to Florida State because, you know, he was an academic, you know, All-American. That dude went there because he could throw a football 75 yards. Right, so if you, you know? get the and, guys who are yeah. who are coming from a place that I'm dirt poor, like, this is, I'm going to the league and I'm going to take care of my family, those are the guys that are going to be like, 
no, I'm going to get some fucking money right now. Like, I'm just going to go to this league yeah. and I'll play here for a couple of years and then I'll go make the big bucks in the NFL. Yeah, and these guys are smart too. They get it. I mean, if you're somebody with the caliber of Jameis Winston where it's like, okay, so you guys are going to sell my jersey and I'm going to make what off of it? Absolutely nothing. And, and, and who's making money off this? Not me. Fuck you. Like, why would you sign up for that when, when you're at that level? I think I think you're right, Tank. I agree with you on that. I and and I mean to to Scott's point, there are there's still probably the top tier guys who still go to the college teams because it's you know it's what you're supposed to do. But I think we're gonna see there's there's one of two ways I see this going. Either one, you're gonna see a, a bunch of guys siphon off and go to this league and become you know this becomes a feeder league, or the NCAA changes their shit. And that's the only other option that I see happening is where the NCAA is finally like, you know what? Okay, fine. These guys can get paid. And then they'll stick with the same model and they'll go to where they get the more exposure. And, oh, and I can make cash while I'm at school. Cool. I'll deal with, I'll deal with going to class a little bit because people are going to do my homework for me anyways. As long as I can get paid while I'm there, I'll, I'll fucking deal with it for three years. Yeah, it's a changing world. Hey, Scott, do bowl games matter anymore? <laughs> Hell no. They sure as fuck don't, Scott's, as long as they're not in the playoffs. Scott's never thought bowl games matter. <laughs> Hell no. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, at one point, that was something that people actually gave a shit about. And at this point, it nobody does. You know, it's like, again, like the fucking Beefo Brady's Bowl. Nobody gives a shit if you win the Beefo Brady's Bowl. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I want that. I want that trophy. I want that trophy hanging up in my in my school's locker room. The Beefo Brady trophy the dollar tree bowl <laughs> i was i was this i was the chicken noodle soup mvp in that game it was pretty sweet <laughs> <laughs> oh shit hey tank i gotta tell you man this shirt is comfortable as fuck man hey thank you very much for rocking that i i really appreciate that man and uh more more on the way we're gonna be getting some glass out there soon so yeah, That's gonna be people fucking... out there, if you're into uh, things like tiki's and some other cool stuff, I'm going to be putting some uh, really badass heavy metal looking graphics on uh, on limited edition glassware soon. So uh, you know, I'll, I'll be talking to you all about that. Hell yeah, man! Uh, where can people get the shirts? Uh, right now, if you want to get the shirts, get at me. Uh, you can uh, hit me up on Instagram at Neil to No One. Uh, and you can also uh, get at me on uh, Facebook at Anthony Tankman. So just send me a DM, and I'll take care of you, and I'll, I'll walk you through the whole process. We'll get it mailed out to you. So not a problem. Uh, well, now I'm done plugging my shit. i I got to circle back to this, the XFL. Here's the deal. Vince McMahon doesn't know shit about fuck about anything outside of WWE, and, and anything he touches dies. <laughs> well. There's your hot take on anything that's going on with XML. Except for John Cena. <laughs> Ex- except for Cena. And Cena's still trying to eject and trying to go the same way The Rock did to get away from Spencer's blast. <laughs> oh. Dang, that's my favorite line I think I've ever heard on this show. He doesn't know shit about, doesn't fuck know about shit. anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that one. <laughs> go ahead. Use it. Tank, who's your vote for motherfucker of the week this week? Uh, did you hear the options? Oh. It, yeah, man, it's it's a really it's a really hard choice. So we got so we got PGA golfers bitching about people getting too drunk at PGA. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it, that's pretty bad. That's I mean that's really bad. And uh, have you? 
Have you been to any other sport? Do you realize how insane people get at, like, hockey games or football games or even, like, day drunk at baseball and you're bitching about somebody heckling you on, on, on the fairway? Get out of here. <laughs> I love that. Coming in hot. I once yelled at Manny Ramirez that he's got nice titties. And <laughs> so uh, golfers can suck my ass. <laughs> this bullshit. <laughs> I mean... You know when there's like two hillbillies jumped out of the stands and beat up like ooh, that first base coach was in like Kansas City back in the nineties? Oh and yes. About, yes. And you're and you're yeah and 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 fucking Rory McIlroy bitching about somebody yelling fuck or whatever at him on the fairway. <laughs> Get out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> I think it's clear who Tank voted for in Motherfucker of the Week. Rory yeah, McIlroy's I mean, bitch ass. Okay. He don't know shit about damn what fuck. Shit about fuck about it. Absolutely not. Zero. <laughs> zero. I mean, at least the people that are putting up money for billboards, at least you're stimulating the local economy. I'll give you that. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it that way. They're, they're doing, they're, they're putting Lamar in business. They're keeping, isn't that who does all the billboards? Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just feeding the beast. Who is Lamar? <laughs> just some dude. He's, it's like, yeah, I own that billboard. <laughs> That'll be three hundred dollars. <laughs> Tank, it yeah, was good talking to you, man. Hey, man, good talking to you guys. Uh, I'm gonna hang up and listen to the rest of the show. Hey, wait, have I have I missed the battle rap yet? No, 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 no that's actually about to happen. Oh, it is about right to about happen. Meow. Oh shit! All right, Fuck. I'm gonna put on the beats, the official headphones of Anthony Tank Mansfield, and listen to this shit. All right, let's get <laughs> Cheers, see you, buddy. We'll see you, man. Is it seriously about to happen right now? Yeah, Wright's ready to go. Oh, fuck. Hey, Lou the dog, call in. It's time to battle rap. Uh, this punishment was, uh, yeah, Joe? What do you uh, just as a warning, producer Joe over here, I do not condone this. This is going to be absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be really oh, bad. Uh, Crabroot Root Sports, is this Lou the Dog? <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's Lou the Dog. Uh, so Lou, can can we uh, can we talk for a minute before we get into this battle rap? Yeah, that's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Why the fuck did you agree to this? Let's start there. Why did you agree to doing this? Because I felt bad for JB. <laughs> wow. Still getting some shit talking in um, between him as beef and JB. It's yeah. hilarious. It's the ultimate. Let's just think about this for a second. JB got his ass beat so bad in the first battle rap that he chose it for the punishment for you. Oh no, you're you're a hundred percent right. Like it, he was like, this was so embarrassing for me. I'm gonna subject Mike to that same embarrassment. No, Damn. no, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun. I thought I thought we were going to catch you more off guard. I'm a little nervous since you've had two weeks to prepare. I mean, if it makes you feel better. He Googled what is 16 bars. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Not what oh. is 16 bars. I Googled how long is 16 oh, bars. Jesus Christ. I, didn't know. I was like, how long is 16 bars? I've heard that saying. I didn't know how long that was. It was like 16 bars sounds guess, like a lot. And then they were like, it's 30 seconds. I guess now's not a good time to say I have no fucking idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, <laughs> shit. This is going to be uh, DJ, uh, 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 spin that shit. 
Who's going first? Wait, uh, hang on. Lou, Lou the dog's Lou going first. first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lou the dog will go first. Whatever. Are we doing this shit acapella? We got no. We got no music. We, we got no beats. I can. I can do however you want. If you want to drop a beat, I'm ready. I mean, apparently there's not, there's no beats. You want no me beats. to just let it rip? There's no beats. If you want to me to just dropped. let it rip? Anything from X O's we can use. <laughs> It sounds a lot. What Why don't you just beat? play? What just play the upper deck beat. Play the upper deck beat. We'll just play the upper, yeah, deck. The upper deck. I put that. Fine. I put that shit together. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. Let it go. This is so fucking. Let it go. <laughs> this is gonna be so white. <laughs> Where's Blake? Right, this is for everybody just tuning in. This is a punishment that I have to go through because I lost to goddamn it JB in the football picks, <laughs> and his decision to punish me was to make me battle rap Lou the dog. So <laughs> fucking, this is without it. further ado. This is this yeah, turn off the beat. Turn off the beat. <laughs> all right, all right. Everybody who's for LTD, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. I mean, I'm for LTD. Now, everybody who's for LTD, put your motherfucking hands up. What? What? That's right. I'm back for round two on Craft Fruit. Last time, JB got his ass beat, so as punishment, he put Mikey B in the hot seat. Look at him sitting there, stiff as a log, because he's scared to death of Lou the dog. This lanky ginger, he's got a big boner for the Golden Domers, but Notre Dame is lame and it sucks ever since Mike came. On this earth at birth, born cheering for those overrated Catholics on the turf. Now he sits here each week with his cold takes, more fit for a baby with a smash cake. Meanwhile, I fall in and chew you up and spit you out like something from the Easy Bake. My takes are scorching hot, like from a volcanic oven. I'm taking your remains and shoving them under the rug with a picture of your shocked mug, face drooping like a pug. You're getting beat with the club. A stinger iron down the fairway from Tiger Woods, who is back. If you think he's not, you're a quack. He'll win again, and saying ain't so is a sin. He's the best of all time to make the climb. Sure, he fell down, but he's back and loves to hear you whine. Oh, man, Mike, look at you squirm like a swine. I can't wait to hear what you got to say next. Um, um, what, what, Lou, poo, butt, butt, boo, shoo. Stop right there. You're out of luck, you cuck. Keep the track through. It's a lot of fun, but research your takes, do your job, and never forget, I am the top dog. Oh, shit. I'm not gonna lie. Lou the dog came out fucking hot choke. Choke. Fire. Choke. 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 I'm about to choke. I'm dude, about to choke. Dude, I. That was good. He called me a cuck. He called Nobody you a cuck. Compete with that. He, he said you look like a pug. Fuck, man. He. Oh, damn. We gotta play that back because I mean, I I missed even so many burns. Shit. Boom rested. Should have <laughs> <laughs> brought the fucking ointment. All right, well, what's your white ass got? Uh, yeah, okay, it's because you're my fucked, t- uh, you cuck. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Let me start this off with something for me. Right from the jump, fuck JB. You beat me in the picks. Cool, that's great. And now my punishment is the battle rate. Fine with me. I can handle this shit. I'm about to make him and you throw a fit. Lou the dog, you mangy little pooch. Nuts cut off. Now it's like you got a cooch. I might be pasty white, and you think you can beat me, but listen up, pup. You're barking up the wrong tree. 
I may not know the shit about what underscore asks, but I've seen eight miles, so I'm up to the task. You furry little fuck, your takes are whack. Tweeting nonstop that Tiger is back. Not gonna lie, shit got old quick. You were just running around asking Tiger for the peanut butter trick. Put your muzzle on before you embarrass yourself, and we're forced to stuff you and keep you on the shelf. Tweet at me again and I'll block it. You aren't a big dog. You've just got a little red little red bottle rocket. God damn it. That was a good line. That fucked it up. <laughs> so strap in, homie. Next season, I'm coming for you. I'll beat your picks and show you. Show, uh, whatever. Lou, rate, rate, Lou. It doesn't matter. Either way, I'm coming for you. One more thing before I let this be. Most important of all, fuck JB. Damn! <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Wow. That, that wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I, I, it was better than any. That was terrible. That was the least white thing you've done on this show. Shit. I'm really mad that I messed up the red bottle rocket line. That was right. going to be a good line, too. I was all bit. pumped for that one. I, wrote, I thought of that one. I was like, oh, oh, red bottle rocket. It's a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Ray calling back? He hung up. Yeah, probably. That's that's Ray's mo. Grassroots Sports. Is this Lou again? <laughs> Did you miss the whole thing? No, I listened on the on the on the uh, computer. Oh, okay. okay. All right. How, how nice did I, job, Mike. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I don't know why <laughs> we had to battle rap. Like, I feel like the punishment should have been like JB battle rapping me and like putting me in my place. But instead, he's like. No, Lou the dog, go fight this for me because I can't handle my shit. Handle his yeah, light work, pretty bro. much. <laughs> yeah, JB knew he shouldn't march himself back out there for any battle rap. <laughs> he should have just—he should have just punched you with a hockey stick or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the result of this battle rap is that JB got shit on the most. And it was his yeah. punishment. It, it worked out. It worked out pretty good. Actually. I almost, I almost messaged Lou the dog and was like, "Dude, let's fuck this whole shit up and just both of us just shit on JB the whole time." But I did. I was like, "No, I'll take my punishment like a man. No, I, I won't rig it." I, I was impressed by both sides. I mean, I, I feel like it's a, it's, it's a, a no, he I'm a got me, he, he got, got me he, big time. He, he's got more experience though. I mean, it's for true. coming out, was... coming out fucking rookie, you, 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 Roy. I mean, you got that going, yeah. Roy. <laughs> Lou, were you surprised by my uh, by my rhyme scheme there? I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. You, it was better than I anticipated. You you were ready to go. I, I like the content. I think you got to work on the delivery a little bit and get some you know yeah. get some more. It's a confidence thing. It's it a, a confidence thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it sounded like a lose losers. It was just like the same rhythm all the way through. Dude, the whole time I was doing that, I was like. This is fucking lose loser. Like the whole time I was coming up with lines, I was like, everything comes out like lose loser. God damn it! I, mean, lose, I tried to listen to Lil Dicky. I tried to listen to Eminem. Nothing style. worked. Got, you know, Lou, Lou Lou has a lot of influence on many artists, so it's okay. There's no shame in that. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> well, I I appreciate it. It was entertaining for me. It was better than I thought. You thought it was going to be a train was, wreck, and I thought it was actually pretty good. Well, because like, my I know so, how I am. I thought I was going to laugh like after the first line, and then I wasn't going to be able to. I say thought you were just going to come that. out here and not be able to do anything but other like rhyming real weak I can, shit. I can, I, I can I can rhyme. At least you rhymed better than than how I anticipated you would rhyme in my rap. <laughs> yeah, there was. A, you guys I, want, let me. Let me tell you a funny story about when I was practicing this. So <laughs> oh, tonight, I should have done well, that. That'd been good. <laughs> earlier tonight, my wife and I were, were walking to dinner, 
And um, and I'm like, I, I got to do this thing tonight. You mind listening? I got to practice real quick. So we're walking down the street in Hyde Park, and I'm in the middle of practicing the rap, you know, out loud to myself walking down the street <laughs> oh my with my wife and baby. And uh, I've, I'm not paying really much attention to what else is going on around me. And then the next thing I look up, and there's this old lady, like, working in her garden. It looks like Sister Jean or something. She just looks at me, and I was like, oh. Uh, I just kept on rolling right through it. But uh, it's kind of funny. Sorry, ma'am. Got a very important battle rap tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry if those virgin ears are offended. Boning up on my rhyme scheme. All right. Uh. <laughs> uh, I so, didn't uh, tell anybody that this was happening. Like, I never mentioned it to a soul. I never. I was just like, I'll I'll write up a couple things so that I don't look like a complete douchebag, and uh, just see what happens. And uh, yeah, I never told my wife this was happening. Never, <laughs> good <laughs> call. <laughs> As a matter of fact, well, I'll make sure uh, we'll make sure to get it get it pushed out on on the social media. I want people to hear this. Yeah. By the way, our live viewers like bumped up more than we've had all show during. The- they wanted to see the whiteness. <laughs> uh, um. Have you guys talked at all about Chris Mack to Louisville? No, we no, haven't. We haven't. What's the um, What's the He's latest that happening. you've heard? I mean, so I know the latest. I'm I'm hearing. I, well, that Mike Jones guy that's a big UK Kentucky sports radio. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. Who? Yeah. I've heard of him. Actually. Who? Is that Matt Jones? Not Mike oh, Jones. Okay. Matt Jones with Kentucky okay. Sports Radio. He <laughs> somehow <laughs> he somehow has a mole in the Louisville athletic department. He finds out news. It's always right, spot on about Louisville. And he, he said tonight that he heard it's a done deal. Oh, is that than, the guy know, that said it's all done? Details. It's all done, but the shouting is that? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was him. And I mean, that's it's it's gotten the rumors have gotten much more consistent with each other over the last week or so. I'd be really shocked now if it didn't happen. My guess is there's an an announcement this weekend or Monday. Well, Louisville said they wanted somebody in place by the Final Four. Like They wanted a coach yeah. named by the Final Four. And when yeah. they said that, I was like, all right, they're further along in talks with whoever than, than we think they are. I mean, I wasn't – You're I, not going to just start the search. I trust my supposed sources at all. I always hear this shit secondhand, but I did hear them like months ago when I told you guys. You like did. The rumors have been going on, on the for show. a long time. Yeah, it was right on the show. I mean, at this point, and this is no joke, I've – been getting texts for the last 48 hours from people not around Xavier or Louisville or anything. They're just, hey, you think Mike's going to stay? And they're all, of course, everybody outside of the whole thing is like, and I'm like, I'd be more shocked if he did stay. But the only thing that now I think is going to stop it is a, a, a freaking Josh McDaniels last minute like pull out. Like, at, like yeah. if he just if he just gets cold feet yeah. right before they, they do this and is like, Sleeps on it and is like all oh, good to go, and they think, and then he's just like, you know what? I can't do this. Like that's the only thing stopping yeah. this at this point. Like he, I mean, he's gone. I would agree. What is, what's your take though from a Xavier perspective? And I don't, I don't mean to sound like a big Xavier hater, and you guys know I like them too. I'm no, first, no. But I, you know what? It's, I, it's an interesting situation. Like they, they, and then Xavier's not unique in this sense. I mean, it would happen to Gonzaga or you know, any other kind of like really, really high level tier two or three program. But it's like, if you want to run with the big dogs, like Xavier should figure out a way to come up to, with a way to pay the guy five well, or six million a year. And that's where, like, that's is where completely I'm completely not possible at all. Well, I, and that's kind of where I'm at. Stuff. Like, 
I do feel we, we were talking about the, the fan from Xavier who put up a billboard asking Mac to stay. And we said before the show, like, that's something that a mid-major school does. Like, a, a big-time right. school doesn't have to put up a billboard to say, hey, coach, come on, stay here. Because they're like, not worried about the coach. Exactly. <laughs> so the fact that we're still doing that, we're not a big-time school yet. I think we're on our way to that point. Um, I, if Chris Mack leaves, which it looks like he is, that's the guy that I thought was going to stay here for good. Like, I thought Mack, the fact that he went to Xavier, he played here, he grew up in Cincinnati, he went to St. X, this was like his home school. I figured if anybody was going to stay, it was going to be him. Since he's not right. staying, it's like, all right, Xavier just needs to accept the fact that until they get into, you know, the Big East is a big-time conference, but it's not the ACC. It's not, you know, a, a Power 5 conference, uh, if we're talking football terms. If Xavier is not in one of those conferences, they're not a big dog. So you need to just figure out how to make runs with whoever you got and just accept the fact that they're going to move on eventually. And, well, and I mean, as not, long as you've got a pipeline it, in place, fuck it. It, it. That's the only thing that scares me about this. Xavier has, over the last three coaches that left, Thad Mata took Xavier to a great place. I uh, took him to an Elite Eight run. Sean Miller obviously had his run at Xavier. Then Mac comes in, and he's, you know what, the – Second highest winning coach in, in no, school he's all time winning. He's all time winning as yeah. coach now. Yeah. So he's yep. he's yep. Take it. eventually Xavier's going to whiff on a hire. Like it's going to happen. That's the only well, thing I'm worried the, about. The the thing is, and it it's not like you can't have the ultimate success on the court at a place like Xavier. If Villanova can win titles. Xavier can win titles. But it's the other factors that go into these that play into these coaches' minds, like the money. You know, I don't – to me, Xavier, if they want to consider themselves one of the big dogs, and maybe they don't, but if they want to jump up to that next level, figure out a way to pay the guy and do everything you can in your power to keep him. He still might leave because Louisville's got other things to offer and facilities and being the only game in town and, you know, re- certain recruiting advantages and dancers and things. But it's, you know, there's there's more to it. Strippers? I think I, I'm. I'm just interested. I'm interested to hear what Max' reasoning is if he goes. I want to hear what he says. I mean, is is conference affiliation a big deal? Does he really think he can win a lot more at Louisville, or is it? It was a financial. Just lock it down. They're paying me twice as much. Why wouldn't I go? Is it facilities related? Like, I want to hear what his reasoning is, and I think that will t- tell a lot. I mean, you talk about Xavier. I think Xavier is. They're on their way to that tier. Like, if you think about where Xavier has been and where they are now. They've moved up quite a bit. They're willing to pay. What was it, Scott, that you said you saw $3 million a year or something I, like that? I mean, I heard they scraped together $3 mil and that they, yeah. that Mac came to him and said, and this is all total rumors. I, I mean, I heard it secondhand just like you at a rate, that Mac at some point has went to him and said if they could get to 3-5, that it makes his decision for him. And they were like, look, all we can do is 3. Like, that's all we got. And that all the rumors that-, that I'm hearing out of uh, you know Louisville, it's it's $5 mil a year. And that's like the magic number. But if you're saying that the difference between him staying is a million and a half, like I don't blame Mac for taking that money. Yeah, whoever's calling, well, yeah, uh, give like, us a call well, back first here. First of minute. all, what? Here's my here's my last two questions, and I'll let someone else talk. But the first of all, from Xavier's perspective, if they could keep Chris Mack for another five hundred thousand dollars a year, and they don't figure out a way to come up with that money, then fuck them, they're bitches, and they they don't belong to be at the top level. I mean, that's like, a fair. It's point. not that much money. Figure it out. Get a donor cut a scholarship from cross country, 
sell advertising on the court, do Shoot, something to keep the guy because he's one of the best coaches in the country, and you got to do everything you can if you want to remain at this level. The other thing, Mike, I kind of disagree with you. I think Xavier's as high as they're going to get. Like, other than pay to keep Mac, which they've essentially said they're not willing to do, what else could Xavier do to elevate themselves? I mean, they might get better results on the court eventually, and then you could argue that they play their way into that. Yeah, that's, year, and that's exactly what I they've mean. They've got a great arena. I mean, like, there's not a whole lot else they no, can do. No, that's what not, that's what I mean. You're not twenty thousand more people at every game. It, it's just they're they're kind of they've kind of peaked out, and and it's great. They're they're an awesome program. Right, right. My point with anybody. My point being, if you if you can sustain a level of success, and Xavier Xavier has a level of success, but it's very up and down. Like you have a, a team this year who should be a Final Four team, and they get knocked out in the round of thirty two. You get a team last year who should have been knocked out in the first round, and instead they make an Elite Eight run. They need to build up the consistency, and if they build up that consistency, that's what takes them up to that next level where you don't have to worry about a coach leaving because right now it feels like the Elite Eight is the ceiling for Xavier. Like that's any coach that wants to win feels like, well, it's not going to be here because the best we can do is an Elite Eight. So Xavier has to break through that and continue to like have consistent success where it's deep runs in the tournament every year or, you know, you know, if they get on a, a stretch where they're getting sweet 16s, elite eight runs every year, now the coach is more likely to stick around, build something up because well, it's like, all right, we're right there's there. Only, there's one name and one name only that you have to point to. It's Villanova. Villanova exactly. made it to the exactly. championship game. Right. And then it took, what, 20 years, 20-some years before they finally are at a place now where you're like, oh, well, Wright's not leaving. Like, yeah. Xavier needs to break through that ceiling and, that's and all then it's, that's sustain all it, takes. it from yeah. there. But until they get there, and however they have to do it to get there, they're not going to. Like, they're just going to stay at this level. So until they can break through, whether it's with Mac, if he stays, or with the next guy, whoever, it isn't going to be until they at least make it to and a that's, championship And that's game what I mean by to getting to that four. next level. Yeah. It's not... They're not going to leave the Big East. They're not going to be an ACC team. They're not going to be a, a Big Ten team, whatever. They're going to be a Big East team that needs to get to that Villanova level. That's and, it. and if they can get to that level, then they can hang on to a coach. Until then, right. have fun, Chris. That, Good I mean, luck that, in Louisville, man, because I don't blame you. That's what you're looking at. Another 20 years, Peyton, possibly. All right, boys. Hey, it was great battle with rapping you. with you. We, we should do it again Thanks sometime. for the call, man. Yes, sir. All right. Cheers, man. All right, whoever was calling in during that, feel free to call back in. Probably we got We got Xavier Heavy again, man. It seems like this is the show is turning well, into well, a okay, Xavier the, show. The problem is, is that it's a big thing. Just no, it, it really is. General, and and we're Cincinnati not, based, so right, that's it's, yeah. I mean, it's not like all right. Well, we're just picking this and we're just going to hammer on it because it. But I mean, it's a big, big topic at the moment, anyway. And I mean, my thoughts thoughts are I'm not, yeah, the thoughts, the the sober thoughts. Yeah, you're not even the one that's been drinking. I should drink. <laughs> Grand Prix Sports is this goddamn it, JB? It's JB, goddamn it. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> JB, what'd you think of my performance in the battle rap for your punishment? I don't give a goddamn about this fucking battle rap. All right? You know what? Here's the fucking deal, you asshole. You start for 10 fucking days. And you say, oh, this is a great punishment, JB. This is so cool. And then you come on air and you talk, oh, I wish you would have come on air like a real fucking man and done this. Stop fucking fronting, you fucking pussy. Oh. Whoa. Came, wow. Came in hot. Stop fronting. Either it's a great fucking punishment 
or you think I'm a pussy? Which fucking is it? We need an answer, Mike. Both. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. A non-answer answer. What you got, JB? Oh, hey, you want both? You can't pick typical fucking answer. Yeah, Ride the fucking fence, you dick. That's pretty much my thing on this show, where I never take a stance on anything. <laughs> Have you? Are it you is, new? It are is you well new to the show? This is episode At ninety. This is ninety episodes of me just being like, eh, I see both sides. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Chris Mack could leave. He could stay. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, that's that's me. Uh, so. <laughs> It was a good punishment, and you're a bitch-ass pussy. Whatever. That's fine. Huh. All right. I feel like JB's about to, like, drop his own beat and, like, murder you. Lyrically murder you? No, no. No beat. Just murder you. Oh. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Well, then, by all means. (laughs) The floor is yours, sir. He hung up. <laughs> oh, he meant literally murder. He's on his way to murder you. So you've got that to look forward to. The good news is it's about a four-hour drive. So if you start now. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> you could probably make it to the next state. Uh, you know, I I don't know much about law enforcement, but it's probably not good to say on a Facebook Live recording. Just murder you and then hang up your call. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, it's fine if he doesn't actually if, murder you. Yeah, that's true. If he murders, know. if but if you end up dead, then I'm pretty sure he goes to the top of the suspect <laughs> yeah, list. That's, that's your good. wife could be holding the knife over you, and then like this fucking guy said he was going to murder him, and then he turned up dead. <laughs> the cops are going to be like, uh, "Yeah, they're going to have a press conference." Yeah, there was a uh, uh, 33-year-old white male found dead in his uh, room. Our number one suspect is uh, God damn it, JB, uh, <laughs> aka JB. God damn it. Uh, uh, <laughs> there was apparently a, a beef over a rattle bap. Rattle bap? A rattle bap? Oh my! What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, my my thro- nobody's nerfing. My thoughts, my thoughts don't seem so wrong, huh? Brattle uh, rap, Jesus man. <laughs> that's the best thing I've ever said on the show. Ninety episodes in, that's the funniest thing I've ever said. <laughs> yeah, it's also I guess you're dropping truth bombs tonight too, because yeah, I'll take a stance on that. Go. That's the funniest goddamn thing I've said on oh, the show. Shit. Uh, I don't Jesus even care about Christ. my thoughts about Mac anymore. Go, don't go. I, don't I mean, whatever. it is what it is. Xavier wins, they don't win. I don't care. It's after Sunday, it's whatever. That's what, well, and I that's think what that's what, what. What does it really fucking matter? Exactly. Like I mean, because okay. if they hire, no, because you're like, you're like, no, well, this... I worry about they hire the wrong guy. If they hire the wrong guy, then they fire him, and then they they hopefully hire the next. They have guy a setback, and, like, and then they'll fucking yeah, come back. I mean, because it, 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 a... it is what it is. Like I, that's how I feel about the whole thing. Like I said when Mac was hired, I didn't give a shit about him. He was just coach until he was here for five years, and then after five years, I would evaluate him. After five years, he was still here. Things have gone great, and for nine years, he's done nothing but ascend the program ultimately didn't meet the success that I had hoped for, and I'm sure that he had hoped for, especially this year. But after nine years, if he feels like he can do better or once, maybe it's just that he just sees something different. Maybe it's not even the money or anything. Like Maybe he's just like, you know what? 
it's an ACC school that I can go at and just stay there and hang out, and that can be my he career. Grew and... up in Cincinnati. I mean, eventually. No, 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 I get that. No, what I'm saying is, my point being, oh, like, okay. I grew up in Youngstown, and I was like, I cannot wait till I turn 18 so that I can get the fuck out of Youngstown. Right. I mean, like, this dude has spent his entire life. Except for like two seasons where he played at a different college. Yeah. He spent his entire life in the city. Eventually, you got to be like, I just want to see something different. Well, and I mean, maybe he's just like, I mean, he's like, I've done what I can at Xavier. It's not, not that I don't think I can do more. Or that's that I just like, the ceiling. Like, this yeah. is, that's what, this and that's is, what I'm saying. That's this like is the, where the I've ceiling. taken the program and I'm now the winningest coach. And I don't, I, I, again, I don't even think that he goes to bed at night thinking this is the ceiling. He probably thinks, and I would hope that he thinks, like, no, 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 the ceiling is a national championship. We just haven't – things haven't gone our way to get there. Like, I can get us there, but at the same time, I'm, I, I've taken this ball as far as I, I, I want – I feel like taking it. Like, I, I just don't feel like carrying this ball anymore. I want to pick up this new ball and see how far I can go with things there. That's it. Like, it's not – it's no – I don't think I can win national championship here. I just want to try this new challenge. Like, sometimes and you just want to do and something I, And different. I honestly feel like – so, obviously, Xavier fans turned on that motto when he left. They really turned on Sean if Miller when he left. If you turn on Chris Mack, Chris then you're kind of just a piece of but shit. But I also it, – it all depends on the way – like – Well, yeah. I Miller, mean, if he comes out – Miller. And, Miller was fine until he came out with his comment about it's yeah. like going from a Buick to a Lexus. Well, that's, and, when, yeah, and well, that's when Xavier fans were kids, like, fuck yeah, you. And my kids can swim in a pool, and I, I went somewhere where I can win national championships. When, yeah. you, when you completely shat on the fact right. that you could win a national but championship with Xavier, even if at the time when he said it, it was kind of true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you don't it, was do the way, well, it, yeah. it was the way he said it. It's the LeBron James fucking Exactly. Deal. All um, you had to say the, was, I wanted to go to a place where it gives me a better chance chance to win a national championship and it's only because you don't even have to say that it's it's always been my dream to coach at a program like arizona yeah a nationally recognized program like arizona that's right. been my dream ever since i got into coaching and and i'm really and glad that it's able like... to I, I i'm thankful for my time at xavier to give me this opportunity to coach at arizona boom done people don't hate you and i feel like mac is smart, smart enough, enough to know like well he saw the how the last two left and how they were vilified if nothing else yeah. he's just gonna walk up and be like I'm happy to be at Louisville. I left I, my 10 years at Xavier, and <laughs> I hope that I can break. I hope I can do everything for this program that I did there. And um, then I'll see you guys on Monday. Like, uh, that would be the easiest way go, to handle it. Go Muskies unless you're playing Louisville. Okay, see you guys. And you know what's funny is then Xavier probably would erect a statue of him the next day. They'd be like, hey, you know what? All right. Winning his coach, he's the man. I love him. Right. But you know what? That's all it would take for me. I'd be like, hey, as long as Xavier's not playing Louisville. Go get yours, Mac. I know. I, yeah. I, I, go I would, get yours. I would kind of be a Louisville fan. I'd be like, you know what? I can I can root for Mac. I can't. I will never, ever. I, Thad Mata's now at Ole Miss. I don't give a fuck Is about he? Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh -oh. He got hired at Ole Miss after Andy him. Kennedy stepped down. Good for ironically him. enough, the, the former UC coach. Now the former Xavier hmm, coach is now taking over. Real weird circumstances there, but yeah, fuck Thad Mata forever in his coaching career. I, Ole Miss? Oh, cool. I hope they lose every game. Wherever Sean Miller ends up, even if it's at a <laughs> D3 school, I hope they lose every game. I don't give a shit. But for as long as Mac goes over there and does his thing... You know what? And if if this weekend he has that change of heart and he's like, you know what? I'm not fucking leaving! And does the whole, you know, Wolf of Wall Street thing and stays, great. Like, I'm not even going to celebrate in the street. or just be like, cool, all right, well, let's keep this thing going. And that's that. Like, I, I'm not going to celebrate. 
I mean, I feel like there'll be too many people celebrating. It's like, oh, Rate's saying, still Rate's saying uh, Thad turned down Old Miss. What? Oh, I thought he did sign. I thought he signed with Old Miss. Apparently did he, he turned it down. And he said that Mata might come back to Xavier. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. What a kick in the dick that would be for That would fans. suck. I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be like, oh, well, you're forcing my hand. Yeah. Uh, like... I, w- I honestly would God, I wouldn't a, even know what to do. That would be such a dick I move on Xavier's part. I would be so mad. I don't even. I. I w- yeah. I wouldn't cheer for him anymore. This would be no. Nah, I'd no. cheer for him. This God would be. Damn it. You know what this would be? 49ers getting Richard Sherman. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I can't root against the team, but I ain't rooting for the guy. <laughs> this would be like if Aaron Judge signed with the the Braves. Oh fuck that. <laughs> If if Mariano Rivera came out of retirement and played for the Fuck Braves, that. no. <laughs> if Jeta decided to sign with Atlanta, no. <laughs> I want him booting booting balls. Speaking of baseball, let's wrap this up before we get into consumer candidate. Uh, this week it came out. MLB is looking to play some games in London. Stupid. They're taking a page out of the NFL playbook. The stupidest playbook that the NFL has. The Red Sox and the Yankees are looking to play a two-game series in London. Um, At least the only thing that the MLB is getting right about this is that when they export their, their goods. <laughs> it's the two best, uh, it, like, or it, two of the top. Like, it's two, most two of the most recognizable yeah. teams in the sport rather so, than, hey, we're giving you Royals Pirates. <laughs> Let me think of how I can word this question. Padres Mariners get checked. <laughs> it's coming at you, London. <laughs> let me let me think how I can word this question. Um, why the fuck would this be a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Was that your most po- like? I tried the scholastic I, way of asking that question. I, the other so way I was thinking your, of. And your best judgment. Uh, the like, fuck would do this? Put yourself in Rob Manfred's shoes here. Uh, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> like, just, I mean, I don't know. That's the best way I can phrase Seriously, what the fuck is this? Why are we, why are all of our sports like, hey, you know what? We, you no, know what we what, need to do? What's we need funnier, to play in London. What's funnier is this is even dumber than the NFL, who's at, despite what everybody says, they're at the height of the popularity, and they can kind of just throw caution to the wind. It's like, oh, if this works or it doesn't, who cares? We're still the most popular sport in the world. <laughs> well, and I say world, but the most popular sport in the U.S. by like a wide margin. Like, we don't have anything to worry about. Whereas the MLB can't get fucking anybody under the age of 90 to yeah, two is in. That and they're like, hey, let's expand this thing. Is that their, is that their plan? The they're like, hey, there's limey bastards over in London. <laughs> They'll probably eat this shit up. Let's fucking go over there. I have no idea. I hey, you no got idea. a lot of old white guys, right? You'll probably love this shit. <laughs> I don't know. Check this out for two games. You on board? <laughs> cool. Two games, too. <laughs> two games, the game's not played. Like, I was even on, I'm even on board with their, like, hey, we're going to go play some games in Japan. And it, it's all weird when they do the whole season started for yeah. they did some Yankees. Yeah, yeah like games a where week they, before the season Spring started. training was still going, and yeah. they came back and still did spring. I'm, I was even kind of on board because baseball is huge in Japan. And, hey, there's excitement. 
London's like, what the fuck are they doing here with this bullshit? That's the thing. Like, like it, there's no. It's one thing. It's one thing if you're going to a place like, market. like, let's say you go to Mexico or like yes. the Dominican Republic or something like that, where it's a popular a sport. giant pull. Yeah, from you're there. gonna go to England. What is When's the, the last time an England-born player played in the major leagues? When's was, the last time England played in the World Baseball Classic? What is yeah. the end game? Like, what are you trying I, to I do? No, I don't. Clue. I don't get the thought process behind hey we're gonna take red sox yankees one of the best rivalries in the mlb and we're gonna play two games in fucking england because why not like that's that's literally like the decision had to have been made where are we gonna play throw a dart at a board ah we're going to england guys get on a plane it makes no sense to me i got nothing and this is again again Every time it started out, and I was like, oh, I think, I, I think, all right, I think we got something here. Fucking old man Seelig is done. We got Robin here, and he's, even though he was on that same same boat, like, he gets it. He, he understands, like, the first couple of moves he made, and ever since then, it's just been this steady decline. Every big decision he makes, I'm like, the fuck are you doing? This, you're Seelig 2.0. Is baseball cursed? You're getting is less? baseball no, cursed? No, 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 no. Baseball's like... not cursed. Because in order to be cursed, something has to be out of your control. Baseball controls what they're doing. It's cursed. And they constantly It's cursed make with awful commissioners. It's cursed with awful, awful commissioners. They choose their commissioner. That's not a curse. A curse is something that's beyond your control. All right. Well, in, the, in that case, uh, baseball Papa B, is just Papa B, stupid. you're wrong about Cleveland because all of those Cleveland Browns. Uh, Losses, that's that's not in their that's not out of their control. That's all in their control. They're not cursed. You asshole. (laughs) They're playing the game and they've like chosen the players and then like freakish things have happened. Like that's being cursed. They're they're choosing and then these idiots that they put in charge are making these decisions. And then they fire them and put new idiots in charge. They're making their own bet. (laughs) They're not cursed. They're just fucking stupid. That's what I'm saying. They're not they're not cursed. So see, we agreed. Why why did you come at me like JB? Like you wanted to fucking fight me. You were trying to say they were cursed. I'm like, stop using the word cursed. No, I'm saying my pop said they were cursed. My my dad said, I argued earlier, Cincinnati is more cursed than Cleveland. And my dad called in and said, you're an idiot. Fucking Cleveland. Look at the Browns. 0-16, blah, blah, blah. First of all, your dad is right. You're an idiot. But no, I mean that's fair. <laughs> Second of all, I was just going at you for the fuck fact me, that, like, right? Fuck me, always. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going at you for the sake of using the word curse. Like MLB isn't cursed; they're just dumb. They're dumb, and they don't get it. I, I mean, I, I had almost uh, throwing my hands up at MLB and saying, "All right, fuck it; it's never going to change." And they're just going to bury. Eventually, themselves. they're just going to wither away, and it's going to be yeah. They're just going the the to bury themselves because they they just don't seem interested in changing whatsoever, and they're uh, just going to uh, keep uh, making. Uh, they're going to put uh, a guy uh, on uh, second. Uh, 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 nope. Gotcha. We're going to change. Just nope. kidding. We're going to change. We're going to less mound visits. <laughs> that excites you? Less mound visits. Really going to shorten this but, game hold on. by six seconds? Maybe if the mound visit is not when the guy walks out I mean, and if a second baseman looks at him, then it might not be Here's a the visit. thing. And we'll, we'll play it by ear. You, you're not MLB, allowed to make man. a mound visit unless we decide it's okay if you make a mound visit. It's fine. Yeah. No, so, I mean, but I'm just resigned to the fact that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die watching baseball and it's going to die with me. It just – I'm going to be the last – person watching baseball you probably I'm, are i'm gonna turn the light out <laughs> you probably are like hey man we we good oh we 
now. It's going to be me watching a bunch of 20-some-year-olds, and then it's just going to die. Have fun, London. I'm the last one. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of this. Fucking (laughs) shit, man. They just don't seem to care. Because, I mean, all the problems are laid out in front of them. People point them out, you know, that you don't market your stars. You don't market your young guys. You you, you ain't catching up with the times. You don't let them have fun. Yeah, you don't let them have fun. you're, You're pushing the game in a foreign country, and you can't get it popular here it's regional they, they, they and they don't seem to care it's just like ah, right, whatever and i mean the game is making a shit ton of money so i mean maybe that's why they don't care because hey, we're not doing anything wrong look at the dollars and cents we're we're making money hand over fist we gotta be doing something right but you know the, it'll wear out one day and they're just like oh shit we never saw this coming <laughs> where the fuck did soccer come from that's gonna be the first sentence <laughs> out of rough snuck rough up on us. he's, he's just gonna be like this? he's gonna be like have you guys heard of soccer <laughs> what the fuck where have you guys been with this intel about this game called soccer? You what guys the knew fuck you happened? Didn't say shit. It's just my dad in a room going, fuck soccer. And he's like, you're goddamn right, Papa B. <laughs> Papa B going to be on the Move base. it to London. Could be the co-commissioner <laughs> in baseball. Those like junior Papa B, execs. Papa B, we got to do something about soccer. They're gaining on us. Fuck soccer. You're right. Fuck them. All right. Move it to we London. We got no worries. <laughs> Expand the game to the worldwide. All right. London it is. What should we do? Should we shorten mound visits? Eh, fuck soccer. Yeah, all right. Good call. We're going to shorten mound visits. <laughs> all right. Well, nothing matter. eventually baseball is going to die uh, a slow and painful death, and we're all just going to witness it happen. Yep. We're all going to be we're all going to be witnesses to a murder, and nobody's going to call the cops. Nope. <laughs> Tiger's back. God damn it. Uh. So. Do I? I have to take a shot for that too because I reacted, huh? I reacted to it. I have to yeah. take a shot. You fell right into the trap. I you did. Said you were it, fall you know what? Me. And and that's so the one stupid. I knew was going to get me. And I did so good earlier in the show, ignoring all the basketball stuff. And then the tiger one just he he let it sit so long in between takes. Fucking baited you. Uh, what do I do? Fireball or hypno? Joe, you call it. I don't care. Whatever you want. Okay. Well, that's not hypno. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. Wait, uh, the fireball might not open because it's so disgusting. Uh, Fucking, I can't believe you got me with that shit. I almost actually responded because he said something about, well, you said something about Charlotte, and I was almost like, holy shit, Dwight Howard they, did have 30 and 30 the other night. <laughs> I was fucking like, what the hell? Yeah, what year is it? <laughs> so they, did, they played back-to-back games. Dwight Howard went for 32 points and 30 rebounds, and then the next night, they beat the Grizzlies by 61 points. No asterisks. Grizzlies weren't playing for like three people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. can I? Smash. No, I, can I, I just almost say, acknowledged because I was like, wait, can what did I just you say? say because the same thing happened with 30. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm not getting Okay, so here's, here's how I think we should do this going forward. Mike. This is how I think we should do this going forward. Every time Joe drops in, if I break and I acknowledge his random comments, if I do that, not only do I have to do the shot, but then Joe gets a minute to talk about whatever bullshit that he wants to talk about. So, like, that whole thing of, like, yeah, Dwight Howard did. He still plays basketball, and you guys forgot that that's a thing, and he he went 30 and 30. Uh, I didn't forget it was a thing. It was just one of those, like, 30 and 30? Who does that? No, I know, uh, but I'm I'm saying, like, well, that's... It was the first time since Kevin Love in 2007. Also, if he had done that his whole career, we wouldn't be talking about him being on his fourth team. 
Dude, those shoulders, like though. Like eighth team. Those shoulders, though. Dwight Howard's <laughs> shoulders. Orlando, Houston, L.A., and now Charlotte. He was with Atlanta like a year or Atlanta. two ago. Okay, so that's five. You're still know, three less. Else, some, I, I, I was one off. I, I win. It's price of right rules, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and you were over. Get out. I bet one team, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's Drew, goddammit. Oh, my bad, Drew. Sorry. <laughs> totally how that goes. Every show. It is forever and always, Bob. Don't be is the guy anybody? that follow, Don't be the guy is that it? follows the guy. But he's fucking making it work. Cockland. No, See? he's not. I haven't watched that show in years. He's still there? He used to have watch they it. they fired him yet? No, because they don't have anything better. It's like, on CBS, isn't it? It's just that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Old people. Oh, man. All right, well. Oh, that is not good fireball. That's because that fireball's stale. <laughs> something I has know gone, alcohol doesn't go bad. But something that's, has gone horribly wrong with that. Is that still the that one from the like that one. has antifreeze? Yep, same that, one. The one we couldn't get the lid off of because it was stuck. Something has gone terribly wrong with that fireball. Yeah, yeah. it's reverted back to like its pure. That was form. a that was a worse punishment than battle rapping. <laughs> You gotta take a shot of this nineteen ninety five. If JB had been like, hey, you know that shitty bottle of fireball you that you got sitting it. under the bar? You gotta drink all of that. I'd be like, Oh my god, I quit. I also hope we've given anybody else who hasn't given us a uh, Oh no no no, hang on, hang on. So we are still missing uh we're still missing punishments. My Yanni? dad my dad still has to give a punishment. Yanni still has to give a punishment. Do these people uh, care anymore? Or I don't know. Um who else? We're missing your mom? Nope, my dad, not my mom. Uh, my mom didn't play. Um, M. Freaky, he's got to give a punishment. Oh, yeah, he's tried twice or something like that. Just once. He never came back with the second one oh, after. Didn't? Yeah, oh, it was just the one? Oh, yeah. I thought he did. Um, Drew. Drew has is an idea for struggling? a punishment. No. He's, he's come up with like 40. He's got a great idea for a punishment, and I, I mean, I'll throw it out there, and we'll see. If people like it, then we'll we'll really push forward with it. Oh, uh, that's right. You Drew's a this. soccer player, and one of the, the games that they play in soccer practice is called Butts Up. And the way the game works is if the, one team loses in a scrimmage or whatever, they line up on the goal line, uh, bend over with their ass in the air. The other team lines up at the penalty shot line and takes shots, hitting somebody in the b-hole with a soccer ball. Drew wants to... Fire soccer balls at my b-hole. Uh, the number of people that beat me, which is like 11, that's how many kicks he gets at my b-hole. Uh, 11. And he's even trying to up the ante. I don't want to spoil anything, but he is reaching out to both FC Cincinnati players and Xavier uh, soccer players awesome. to try to get them to take the shots at my b-hole. Awesome. That could be rough, but we'll film it. Obviously, we can't do it during the show. But we'll film it and show it during the show. So all the podcast listeners, uh, they'll love that visual medium. Yeah, well, okay, maybe we won't show it during the <laughs> show. I mean, we'll just visit our website, check out our social media. Thank you, Joe. Thank plug, you. plug, 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 plug. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There'll be multiple ways that you can view Mike getting soccer balls hit at his butthole. So that's a goddamn good punishment. That's, By the way, of all the things you've ever self-censored on, censored on, you sat there and said "beehole" like forty times. I didn't censor myself. It just seemed funnier in my head to say "beehole." You kept saying it, and I was like, "Stop saying beehole." I thought it was going to be funnier to say "beehole." All right, well, fair too enough. Much. The the fireballs hit you hard. 
Nope. It was Sober me can Three coast to coast. All right. <laughs> Let's get into Consumer Canon. All right. <laughs> Consumer Canon brought to you by Tavor. Yep. There's the music. I was waiting for the music. Brought to you oh, by okay. Tavor. Uh, make sure you check them out. Go to our website, craftrootsports.com. Click the sponsors link. Uh, if they deliver to you, as soon as you sign up uh, and order your first beer, you're going to get a $10 credit. So do that. Uh, this is uh, 50 West Coast to Coast IPA. Joe, I am going to throw it to you. It smelled good. I'm going to throw it to you because you had a couple of these. Uh, Coast to Coast IPA. Consume it or can it? Consume. You, you all right over there? Burping ass Fine. bitch. It's that, I'm telling you, I don't know what was wrong with that fireball, but it was rough. I know what was wrong with it. I told you, what, three weeks ago when I had a shot, and I was like, dude, this is there fucked was, up. I've never had fireball that didn't have cinnamon flavor to it. That's no. fucked up. Yeah. Like, have you, have it's you ever, It's gotten so old, I'm telling you, it's trying to go back have to you formula. Ever, have you ever taken fireball candy and, like, soaked it in a bowl of water and then eaten the candy? No. Ugh. Uh, I used to do that as a kid and uh, it's that but with gross whiskey mixed in Joe consume it or can it so I said consume consume (laughs) yep definitely a consume it it smelled good it's a really good IPA Uh, this is one that I think you would like because it's not overly hoppy the fact that they use five different hops and it doesn't taste overly hoppy is really impressive to me Uh, I am a big fan of this one this is an IPA that I feel like you can have Multiple of, and you don't have to worry about the uh, dreaded double toothbrush at the end of the night. Ah, which is big. That's a big thing, right? That's, that's big. Huge. Like this is a, this is a single toothbrush plus mouthwash. It's so it's so huge that Cheryl earlier was like, "Hey, don't forget to brush your teeth when you get in bed tonight." And I was like, "What? When I own the beer, I'm not drinking." She's like, "Ha ah, That's right. One more week. I forgot about that." And I'm like, "Good to know that you were." Prioritizing me brushing my teeth though, because you're worried about the beer smelling. Do you smelling. not brush your teeth before you get into bed? I mean, I why do, is that a no. thing that <laughs> like Scott just gets home and he's like, "Man, fuck it, going to bed now." <sighs> just breathing all over your wife. I mean, I turn the other way. <laughs> there's been some tooth brush. You're, you're such a goddamn tooth- gentleman. <laughs> there's, there's been going some butt te- to butt. There's th- damn. We we go <laughs> all ninety six over here. We. <laughs> There's been some uh, there's been some nights where I'll brush the teeth, but I mean I'm not gonna lie, it ain't a regular occurrence. I'm just like I'm tired. <laughs> Good night. Anyways, I am consuming the shit out of Fifty West Coast to Coast IPA. Uh, this is making Super Canada brought to you by Tavor and Colgate. <laughs> We're gonna get them on. Can we get them as a sponsor? Be like, hey, Colgate. Colgate? Yeah, might be. Or Crest. Yeah, I mean, we I wonder need... if they know about the beer game and the whole like. That would be a goddamn good toothpaste commercial. Yeah, like it's just somebody pounding IPAs all night long, and then they talk about like, "Hey, you, you got brush your shit." Well, we got to go. The house music was trying yeah, to I play us off. It's like fucking Academy Awards. <laughs> like, all right, well, stop your talking. We'll just bring the music up. We'll get the fucking hit. Just like, cut the mics. Joe's like, we're on a fucking schedule here, fellas. Uh, let's wrap this shit up. Uh, thank you guys so much for Read tuning in. Read the Twitter in. account. This, this time roll. This shit got, uh, oh, Joe, the polls. You turn on the music. Why are I you know, motherfuckers Turn off the music and do the polls. <laughs> turn off the music. Stop it. Stop it on the tablet because you're about to fucking. Okay. Uh, let's get into the. the uh, Motherfucker of the week poll. Joe's even got the end graphic already pulled up. Like Damn, it, this geez, whole thing. People, God, what, what else you fucking want? You me to started do? off so strong. Moonlight bro. has won the Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't La La Land. <laughs> 
All right, go ahead. Hit the polls, motherfucker. Roy McElroy, 52%. Whoa, 52? That's close. That is close. Wait, how many votes? 25. Ooh, we had a lot good. of votes. That's a, good, uh, that's a solid bad. number. Not solid bad. number, especially considering there was a split. But I did feel like Roy would edge him out. I know I voted Roy because, I mean. Wait a second. All three of us on the show voted Roy because. So we tipped the scales. Don't be a fucking <laughs> pussy yeah, and don't complain about people and don't, yelling at golf tournaments. Well, don't, also, don't try to. Don't don't try to fuck up somebody else's good time by saying, well, they should stop yeah. serving alcohol. We've Bitch. all seen Happy Gilmore. It's more fun when people are drinking and having fun at golf tournaments. Not just golf tournaments, life. But I'm, 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 like drinking in general. Not golf tournaments. Like, uh, this know, podcast is more fun when I'm drinking. Man, I can look in your eyes and tell you, I, you're having more fun than me. Right I'm now. having way more fun than you. Motherfucker, you. Damn these antibiotics. And I have I have more fun when you're having fun. Like <laughs> right now. It's like that was a fun show, but it wasn't like a fun show. Because yeah. I like when Scott's all liquored up and he's like, Fuck it, save your goddamn motherfucker. Cue the music. Scotty doesn't know. I was gonna say, Scotty doesn't know doesn't work when I'm completely sober. That's why you didn't want to do it. Alright, yeah. that, that makes sense. Um, uh Tank says butts up must happen. Mm. Alright, well, well. He also see. said Moonlight's ending sucked. <laughs> Joe, hit that music. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. This was a super fun show. Thank you for sticking through the battle rap. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at CraftBSports. You can follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at JoeGoalie4. He's on the fucking end credits now. It's official. Joe is a part of this show. Uh, you can uh, hit us up anytime you want. 440-37-DRUNK. More importantly, you remember his Twitter handle this week, so there's that. Yeah, I don't even know if that's right. I just said what I thought it was. Joe? Is that right? It's correct. Nailed it! Uh, and be sure to check out the blog, CraftRootSports.com. There are so many good stories coming up uh, throughout the week. Uh, we just had uh, another story pop up uh, this week uh, about NASCAR. I mean, we are covering the gamut. Uh, I might throw up something about golf and just be like, Tiger's not back, and write a whole <laughs> article about it, <laughs> about why back. Tiger's not back. Uh, the haters, <laughs> the, the haters <laughs> guy, Tiger Wood. <laughs> uh, uh, check out the site, craftrootsports.com. You can purchase T-shirts and hoodies on the uh, the website. They're available now, prime uh, eligible at Amazon. Check that out. Uh, they're available at craftrootsports.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. We out! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.